Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. Recorded live. Good evening, good evening, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls. Welcome to episode number 52 of the exceptional Scribble Show. Yes, we are past 50 years of age. Coming to you live on Internet Radio TalkShoe.com. And I must say, first and foremost, let me say to all, good evening. Yes. On the East Coast, it is now 8.04 p.m. So good evening, everyone. And a good evening it is. I am coming to you live from Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. My name is Fran, the sage poet. I am the host of the Exceptional Scribble Show. And I am very honored to say that on tonight, the co-host, my right hand lady, none other than Queen Nikki Fertile Spirit, otherwise known as Queen Nicole Taplin, whom is the CEO and founder of Business Solutions. She is going to be with me tonight alongside me on the panel of the Exceptional Scribble Show. I am so very happy because, of course, you know, on last week, duty called. And she had to be elsewhere. She had to be the entrepreneur that she is. She is very diligent as the CEO and founder of Business Solutions. And I highly commend her for all of her efforts in so doing. Also, I am very ecstatic because at 10 p.m., the other co-host, Queen Zipporah Thelman, who is the key facilitator during the free publishing tips hour at 10 p.m., she, of course, will rejoin me once again. She also is a right-hand lady of mine on this panel of the Exceptional Scribble Show. Yes, we are a team of three formidable queens. Yes. Yes, indeed. And the Exceptional Scribble Show must go on. So, ladies and gentlemen, at this time it's 8.07, and I'm going to fill you in on what the itinerary is for tonight. Our topic will be America, KKK, Black, 
a short film which is inspired which was inspired by the Black Lives Matter movement. And I'm going to give you a little background information about the director producer of the film. For tonight we are honored to have on the panel in the spotlight a special guest feature artist by the name of Asa Khalif. Asa Khalif is a human rights activist and social activist. He is a published journalist, a writer, and a public speaker. Another credit to add is the following. He is a business owner, and he formerly was the business owner of Asa's Deli here in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. Also, Asa is a mentor unto many and a proud godfather. Asa Khalif is a community leader. I'm going to repeat that because that's highly highly significant. Asa Khalif is, not was, is a community leader and so much more. Asa is the founder and president of Racial Unity USA. The mission of Racial Unity is as follows. Racial Unity USA exists to give a voice and volume to individuals, groups, and organizations facing injustice, biases, and prejudice. For those of you who have the internet or internet access, you can visit the Racial Unity USA website on Facebook, Racial Unity USA. Also, you can send correspondence post the show or even during the show. Maybe a statement made, it may trigger some thought on your part and questions might come to mind. Well, if that happens and you would like to speak directly off of the air, of course, I'm referring to off of the air and out of the chat room, if you would like to speak directly with the guest feature artist in the spotlight, this is the email for you to do so. You can send an email correspondence to the following address, racialunityusa at gmail.com. I repeat, racialunityusa at gmail.com. And this is a request. I'm giving this suggestion out for everyone listening. You can follow and like Racial Unity USA on a variety of social media links, online sites. Another thing that's very, very special about today is the following. 
and I must say this because today is April the 7th, year 2015. And what's so special about the month of April? And I know all of my literary artists out there would know this answer. Why? Because we write this genre of writing, the majority of us literary artists on the show do. And it's poetry, yes, the month of April. We are celebrating National Poetry Month. (laughs) Hooray for poetry. Okay, I just expressed myself. Yes, I am very enthused about this month being the National Poetry Month. We're celebrating National Poetry Month all throughout the month of April. And I want to give a big shout out to the DSR Radio family, yes, and to the producer of DSR, the head director of the DSR family, Mr. Kane Spade, and of course to all of the members, the majority, the the entirety of the DSR family, because they are truly just that. They are a family of artists. All of them write. They're excellent. They're outstanding. And I just want to send a big shout out to the DSR family because they are celebrating. They are celebrating their anniversary, the anniversary of the DSR radio show and we want them to know we honor them yes we honor them we are very happy for them and we are celebrating alongside them so the month of april is ushering in a lot of joy for us ladies and gentlemen so let's enjoy this month and at this time we're yet awaiting our uh spotlight our guest artist that is going to be in the spotlight, Mr. Asa Khalif, as we are awaiting his arrival, I'm going to issue out some special acknowledgments. First and foremost, I want to say welcome to Mama Oladeja. Mama Oladeja. Yes, she is a queen mother. She is a queen mother to all of her children. And we always honor her because she is worthy of the honors that we give to her. She is always, always keeping us on track. She always shares with us poetry that's insightful. Hello. And we want her to know we appreciate all that she's doing for us. And yes, for those that are just tuning in, we are on the air live at this time. I want to say welcome back to my co-host, Queen Nikki Ferdow Spirit. And welcome, I'm seeing also that we have Dr. Sharonda. Dr. Sharonda Orridge, welcome. Hey, how are you? I missed <laughs> Yes, hey, we are, we are doing well. We are celebrating National Poetry Month, of course, for the entire month of April, so we are very happy that you would call in to um, share 
uh, your time, however much time that is that you have to share with us tonight, because you are one of our favorite literary artists All and right. poets. <laughs> well, I'm okay. My my um my play is over with, so I'm okay. I, oh, <laughs> yeah. oh, wonderful. <laughs> well, I must fill you in. We are in for a treat tonight. Uh, we're going to have with us on the panel featured uh, in the spotlight, our guest feature artist will be Asa Khalif. He is the founder and president of Racial Unity USA. Um, the mission of Racial Unity uh, is the following. Racial Unity exists to give a voice and volume to individuals, groups, and organizations facing injustice, biases, and prejudice. Um, also, we will be uh, having a lot of focus during our discussion and during the interview with Asa. We're going to um, focus on the film entitled America Black, which is a short film inspired by the Black Lives Matter movement. And I'm going to repeat the title because I didn't say it quite exact. It's America KKK uh, Black. It's a short film inspired by the Black Lives Matter movement. And Asa was instrumental in the directing, and also the overall production of that film. So we are honored that we will have him in the spotlight on tonight. We're just awaiting his arrival. He had a very important meeting that uh, went over a little longer than he had expected. So in the meantime, we're just going to fill up the uh, space that we have available um, just answering some questions for we do have some new listeners. We have some new um, listeners that are listening in tonight to the show. This is a first time for them. And we want them to know that, yes, all month long we are celebrating National Poetry Month. So for those of you who have poetry to share, let me give the phone number. Please call us. The number is 724-444-744. Four, four. I repeat, seven two four 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 seven four four four, and the call ID number is one three three one nine three. I repeat, one three three one nine three. So if you are not a member of TalkShoe, when you are asked for the key number. The key number for you is simply the following. All you would need to do is press number one on the phone keypad. I repeat, press number one on the phone keypad. And after you have done that, following the voice telemated prompts, you will join the call. Once you join the call, wait. Do not begin to speak just yet. Wait until you are unmuted and wait until you hear the host. The show host, Brandon Sage Poet, moi, invite you to speak. And I will invite you according to the ID information that is shown in the caller queue. I am able to see in the caller queue who's calling and what their name is. So if I see your name, I will introduce you by your name. If I see you as a guest, guest number one, guest number two, guest number three, I will introduce you accordingly. And if I see you by your state, then I will, I will say your state's 
name. And I do need to clarify things, especially for those of us on the East Coast who are calling from the city of Philadelphia. When you call in from the city of Philadelphia, if you are not already a TalkShoe member, what happens is the following ID will show up on the screen. I will see the following. It will say Southeast Pennsylvania. I repeat, Southeast Pennsylvania. So you will hear me introduce you as welcome to the Exceptional Scribble Show, Southeast Pennsylvania. When you hear that said, I am referring to you callers from Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. Okay? Because <laughs> we had a little, there was some, uh, there was a misconception on last week, someone who was from Philadelphia, I was uh, communicating and saying, if you're calling and it's showing Southeast Pennsylvania, I do know that you are a caller from Philadelphia, and at this time, I am inviting you to speak. And they hesitated, and they never spoke because they thought that Southeast Pennsylvania meant outside of Philadelphia. So, yes, ladies and gentlemen, what happens is the satellite's reading is a lot different than the readings that you and I are most familiar with. And it will accordingly, however you are positioned, where you are located, um, geographically speaking, it will, it, will, it will identify you as that section or that area, okay? So just be aware, those of you calling from Philadelphia, you are going to show up in the caller queue as Southeast Pennsylvania, and I will introduce you as such. Thank you, ladies and gentlemen. Please make a note of this information. Also, for those of you who are calling in, this is what you need to do to raise your hand. Whenever you would like to speak, please do the following. Simply press the star key first, and then, num and then press number eight. So you're going to press the star key first, and then press number eight. And once you have done that, I should be able to see a special light will show up, show up on the switchboard, allowing me to know that your hand is raised and also a number, so I'll know the number, the order in which you have called in. Is that clear for everyone? Dr. Sharonda? Yes. Great. Okay, Queen Nikki? Yes, ma'am. Okay, great. I just wanted to make certain that I was being as clear and concise as possible. If not, definitely stop me as I speak, and I will definitely um, retract my statement and make certain to clarify what I state to make it even more clearly understood. I want, to, want it to be simplified in such a way that if we have seven- and eight-year-olds listening in, they'll know what to do when they call in to raise their hand so they can be identified and I can invite them to speak in the order in which they call in. Okay. Now, I'm, I'm getting some information, and thank you so much, uh, Mama Ola Deji. Um, this is so important. She said it depends on where you buy your phone or area code. So the star eight may not be the correct code to press 
to raise your hand. So let me direct this to Queen Nikki because Queen Nikki is the co-host of this show, and she is very tech savvy. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh. It's a lot of pressure, isn't it? I am not talk too savvy. I would say follow the prompts according to the phone. They okay. according to the device that you're calling in. After you push one three three one nine three pounds, whatever it prompts you to do after that, just follow the prompts, and we'll be right here waiting for you. Wonderful, wonderful, well stated, and very good. Um, now, if I see your area code, that is very helpful to me. If I see your area code, I will definitely be able to refer according to that. Um, I do have a message from our feature artist and special guest in the spotlight tonight. He wants everyone to know the following. He said he is so sorry he's running behind. Um, he's leaving from a meeting, but uh, he's traveling. And, uh, of course, travel time is is a lot different from expected time. So he said, please bear with him tonight. He's definitely um, anxious or eager to give us exactly what we need tonight. We're going to have an awesome time. Asa is definitely an awesome brother, and we're in for a treat, ladies and gentlemen. So I want to say to everyone, thank you for being so very patient and understanding. That is truly a virtue, and we appreciate you for that. And we're going to start off tonight because we have Dr. Sharonda with us. And Dr. Sharonda, ladies and gentlemen, some of you may be familiar with her and others of you are not. But Dr. Sharonda is truly a doctor. She is a doctor. And I'm going to pass the mic on to her because she's a doctor and such in a very specific, detailed manner. And and it's quite unique what she does. It's quite unique. And it's a very great help to society. So I'm going to allow for her to come at this time to the mic, and she's going to share a little more in-depth in information about the type of work she does as a doctor. And also, I believe she's in school now again to obtain another doctorate degree. So she is pro-education and pro-literacy, which is definitely a plus. Everyone um, in particular that we tend to have in the spotlight on the show is definitely pro-education and pro-literacy. So without any further ado, I am now stepping to the side and moving over to allow for Dr. Sharonda to join my co-host, Queen Nikki, and myself on the panel of the Exceptional Scribble Show. And Dr. Sharonda, you can come in your own way. You can give a little background information about yourself, um, your education, background, and also we need to hear some great poetry. Welcome, Dr. Sharonda. (laughs) All right. Yeah. um, So, yeah, I'm Dr. Sharonda. I am working um, on my – I have one Ph.D. in holistic life coaching 
um, because I wanted to, like, for a life coach, you really don't have to be certified, um, but I was certified. And, you know, as um, black people, as black women, you have to be beyond the credentials that they say in order to get looked at. So I have found the three-degree program um, in metaphysical science and holistic life coaching. So that's what I did, and I'm working on my second Ph.D. With, in um, relationship dynamics. Um, it was mm. going to be holistic life coaching, but um, I'm all about relationships and actually healthy relationships as well. So that's something that's always interested me um, mm-hmm. to be able to, for us to even move on to the next level, that we have to be able to be in relationships with one another. And um, yeah. that broke down somewhere along the line, and I think that one of my um, missions is to to help to build that communication back, especially between black men and black women. Yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. We definitely need to uh, eliminate all of the negative tension that does exist um, in terms of gender strife and gender strivings and uh, come to a place where there's that happy medium where we're able to bring about a resolve and establish peaceful relations between our men and women. Yes, indeed. I agree with you. Mm-hmm. So on and, that note, mm-hmm. I'm going to say, actually, this this um this piece I'm about to say is about relationships, and it's called When It's Over, It's Over, because I know, like, um, me growing up, I always see, you know, my friends and everybody, they – with the person, then they've been a broke up with the person, then they back together again, then they break up again, back together again, break up again, and it's a never-ending cycle. So I have this piece called When It's Over, It's Over. <clears throat> Excellent. When it's over, it's over. There is no turning back. I don't want no explanation. I just want you to pack. Compassion and empathy is something that you lack. You leaving me feeling dumb? It took me a while to get over that. I was bitter about the relationship, but realized it was a blessing. You took me for granted, but I allowed it, so I did learn a lesson. Disguising your DC with anger, it really had me stressing. Damn, I thought we had a spiritual connection. Matter of fact, I mm-hmm. thought it was destiny. That's why I gave you the best of me, but like food you didn't like. I got picked over, you left the rest of me. Moving on is my specialty, so here's my recipe. I deal with my anger so other men could get next to me. Approach my heart with caution, because my heart is not a toy. I keep asking for men, keep getting presented with little boys. I can't take the fighting and fussing, I can't stand the noise. That's why I walked away from the situation with beauty and poise. Before I wound up on the Oxygen Network being interviewed by Snap, explaining <laughs> why I was the reason that you take Taking your dirt nap, I decided to cut my losses. Baby, it's a wrap. I've headed up to here with all of your crap. Putting up with your drama and your mood swings one minute you love me, the next you're saying hateful things. Now that it's over, what will tomorrow bring? With this powerful queen never find her king? Because I'm not accepting your phone calls for your tricks. I won't fall. I am way past insanity. I'm crawling up a wall. Self-esteem so strong, you can never make me feel small. Matter of fact, walking away from your ass made me feel 10 feet tall. You didn't enhance my happiness. You increased my grief. I can do bad by myself. That's my belief. So when it's over, it's over. I'm out of here. Peace. Mm, mm, mm. When it's over, it's over. Woo. That's a poem. That's a poem. <laughs> what inspired that piece? 
delivered. Um, I, I was married. I have a was, but now I was married. <laughs> <laughs> and so that's like my affirmation. Because like with me, um, I I remember sharing with, with a friend. Um, I have a friend. She has, now she has six children, but she had five children with um one guy that she had been in and out of relationship with for like 19 years, really unhealthy. Mm. And I remember mm-hmm. talking to her and saying, the longest relationship I ever been a part of had been three years. And she says, so what's wrong with you? I say, I have a low tolerance for BS. That's what's wrong with me. <laughs> yes, and yes. After the second time, I'm done. I, you know, I get everybody mm-hmm. deserves a Chance, but I ain't finna give you no third, fourth, fifth, and sixth chance either. No, because okay. when you do that, that stops you from completing your purpose. Because if you notice, if you're with somebody who you're not supposed to be with, it pulls you down, down, down. Mm. And then mm-hmm. once you're able to get out of it, you're so far behind, you don't know what to do. Mm. Yes, indeed. That's real talk, ladies and gentlemen. Hear what's being said because it's spoken with love. And Dr. Sharonda, listen, she does what we as a society need more people that are qualified to do doing. She is a an experienced life coach. She's um, acquired the certification in what she does, and she is a specialist in doing so. So you heard advice from an expert, ladies and gentlemen. Do not take it lightly. Take it to heart. Thank you so much, Dr. Sharonda. Thank you. Yes, indeed. Thanks. And listen, that poem was awesome. We're going to come back to you later. Our uh, guest in the spotlight for tonight has arrived, and so we're shifting gears tonight and preparing for the interview at this time. So we thank you again, Dr. Sharonda, and we will definitely be coming back to you. All right. Thank you. You're welcome. Well, ladies and gentlemen, now it is that moment that we've all been waiting for. Yes, the special guest artist, our feature artist for tonight's show, in the spotlight, Mr. Asa Khalif, has just arrived in the Exceptional Scribble Show building. Let's give him a hearty welcome and say good evening, Asa. Good evening, Asa. Welcome to the Exceptional Scribble Show, Asa. Asa Khalif. Okay, we're going to wait a moment here. Well, you're not talking to me, are you? Oh, 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 okay. Well, ladies and gentlemen, I was mentioning earlier on tonight uh, that we were celebrating a special occasion. Of course, we know this is National Poetry Month, but we're also celebrating an anniversary, correct, um, Mr. Kane Spade? <laughs> yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. That's uh the biggest reason I came here to uh, show support to Exceptional Scribble. I want to thank uh, the host, uh, Francine Nattel, for stopping through yesterday and uh, wishing us a happy anniversary. 
as we uh, did yesterday on DSR. Yes, yes. Oh, it, and oh, I'm, happy anniversary. Hey, thank you, Nikki. If I could sing, I would go into a song right now. But I Help yeah, yourself, I Queen Nikki. We know Honey, you have I'm, some. No, we want to keep the listeners. We want to keep our audience. <laughs> okay, all right. Well, we appreciate that, though. That's that's very kind of you to say, and I'm sure Mr. Kane Spade took that to heart as well. Um, so, Kane, uh, being that we're still celebrating National Poetry Month, would you happen to have a poem to share with our listening audience tonight? Yes, I do. Okay, well, when you're ready, the mic is now in your hands, and we are waiting. Thank you so much. All right. The title of this piece is called The Congressman Out of My Book, Awaken the Poet, Chapter 2, A Series of Darkness. Mm. Congressman. This is the life, I yes, politics suit me. They elected me so quick just because I said I would do everything within my power to fund a cure for cancer. These voters are fools. Ate my words like candy instead of approving for more welfare for those too sick to work. I accepted bribes for more guns to be made. I even pocketed the money for the cure, the miracle cure for cancer. These fools would believe anything I say as I long as I give them false pretenses. Mm. My money grows with every transaction, meaning every dirty deal I make, who could stop me? Judges, FBI, police departments, officers, all fall under my control. Even when I'm gone from office, my retirement is well beyond taken care of. One night I went to my office for a nightcap as a red suit came towards me, startled for a moment as this gentleman caught me off guard. He said with a smile, sorry for the scare I have that effect on people, as I said, who are you? And how did you get in here? The gentleman said, well, how I got here isn't important. It's the why I replied. Oh, yeah? Well, what can I do for you? He reaches in his jacket. My heart beats fast. Mm-hmm. He pulls out a cigarette and then a lighter. The flame burns so wild as if possessed as I wiped away my nervous sweat. Mm-hmm. He then pushed the suitcase forward and said, let's make a deal. I said with a lying smile, what kind of deal? The, ge- the gentleman says, well, if you sign here in blood, what? In blood? I said, are you nuts? The gentleman mm-hmm. laughed, saying it was only a joke and old habits died hard. Now, sign here, then you'll receive compensation that will be worth a billion. I said, U.S.? He says, yes. I signed so quick I didn't bother to read as He said, now you belong to me. Mm-hmm. You should have read before you signed as I said, yeah, where's my billion? Give, what, give me what's mine. The gentleman vanished, his voice remained, saying, if you've read what you sign, you know you will get a billion, a billion torture treatments in hell. Are you ready? For well, the trip as burning light appeared under my feet and flashed as an elevator. 
I ended up in a pier down. I went flames ignite my shoes while I dance and scream as an announcement plays saying for your dirty deals and sinful ways, hell would be your permanent stay. The speaker turned off, the elevator stopped, I fell to the floor, head first, and steam came from my forehead, I yelled, holy shit, as the elevator doors opened up, revealing hell's pit, a demon smiling invited me, saying, enjoy your stay, in peace. Yes, 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 bravo, encore. Outstanding. There's so many words that flood my mind at this time. I'm going to pass the mic to Queen Nikki. Exceptional scribble. Yes. And announcement. You cannot dance with the devil Mm -hmm. unless you're ready to play in the fire. Mm -hmm. Wow. That was a a very very well spoken and well delivered piece, Kane. Woo. That was, ooh, the I content, tell you, that's hot. Mm, yes, the content was very much thought-provoking. Fiery. Woo. You know, like those fire brimstone sermons mm-hmm. where you know if you don't get right tonight, you're going to hell? That was how that poem delivered its message. It was in such an intense, fiery manner. I mean, I was convicted, sweat, talking about sweating. I'm like, oh, my. I'm not going to sign that contract. <laughs> Whoa, you really did an awesome, thorough job. It was like a narrative. I mean, I felt like I was being taken on this journey. I applaud you as for that writing technique. And um, you are just such a superb literary artist in general. You have so many hats you wear you have a music background, you're an MC, you, you're so many things. And my question to you is, what inspired that piece? And also is that, you did mention that that's a piece from your book, correct? Yes, yes, that is a piece from my book. Mm-hmm. I got to say, Francine, it's a very old piece, too. Mm. You know, I wrote that when I was, uh, I guess, in my mid-20s. When I wrote oh, it. Wow. So this is like one of your early writings? Yes. And you have blossomed so much since your early times as a writer. So um, what brought you back to that piece? What made you um, uh, eager to deliver that piece tonight? Is there any specific reason? If so, could you share? All right. I mean, the title of your show is Exceptional Scribble. (laughs) Okay. Yes, I like yes. that intellectual, uh, you know, type of style, type of genre mm-hmm. show, you know. And uh, I don't know, exceptional scribble feels like it brings out the inner intellectual of a poet. On this oh, okay. Show. Okay, that's good to hear. We We love to hear things like that because this show's platform was created for that cause, you know, to be an educational forum for literary artists whom are serious-minded about mastering the craft and advancing their pen to the next level. So you just gave us a word of confirmation that we're doing, we're living up to that expectation. 
Would you say that as well, Queen Nikki? I sure would. Yes, indeed. Yes, yes indeed. All right, all right. I'll be, uh, before I go, I just want to give a quick shout-out to uh, Dr. Sharonda, who was before me. You know, yes. shout-out to her and uh, her continuing progress. That piece she did was phenomenal. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I just heard about her getting that additional degree she just uh, accomplished. And, uh, you know, congratulations to her. And congrats to Exceptional Scribble for keeping this show alive. Thanks so much. And can you share with the listeners your contact information and information about your show, information about your book? Because you know this is a platform that is pro-literacy, and it is our duty to make certain that people are reading more and that they know about the good literature that's available to them. So please Give that information for everyone. And thanks, Kane. You're welcome. And yes, yeah, this is Kane Spade. I'm the CEO at the DSR Fire Age 71.3 Network. I have a show actually tomorrow. DSR presents the Cipher. I will be hosting that show with my co-host, uh, the spoken word artist known as Alien. You can call in. You can. Uh, if you're not familiar with ciphering, you can call in and get uh, tips and pointers on how to cipher mm. at 8 o'clock p.m. Eastern Standard Time, talk shoe. You know, uh, we set a pace. I let artists set a pace, and you'll follow the pace of that artist before you. You know, follow the flow. Also, All right. I, uh, you can get my book, Awaken the Poet. Amazon.com if you make if you wish to make a purchase. Yes. Thank you so much, Kane. We appreciate you, the artist, and your artistry. And we are just going to say to you, scribe on, because truly your literary art is exceptional scribble. Peace. Yes. And to the next time, keep those poems coming because we definitely just know all month. We're celebrating National Poetry Month. Whenever you come through, have at least two pieces, okay? Okay, I will. Because <laughs> <laughs> we would love for you to stay and give us another one a little later. But um, if you can, you know, come back. If not, next time. Have two. Have three ready next time. <laughs> <laughs> All right, friends. Okay. Thanks again. All right, that was Kane Spade. Ladies and gentlemen, he is the producer and host of DSR. DSR consists of talented artists, literary artists, writers, and scribes on various levels. And I guarantee you, if you tune in tomorrow night, the uh, poet entitled Alien, she is awesome. She is an outstanding writer and her pen is definitely on a high level, and you will be inspired by her. We're getting some back feed, so if anyone has the speaker on on their uh, phone or receiver, please, I'm asking you by request that you would uh, turn the volume down. I'm seeing, it looks like Motherwit. Welcome, Motherwit. Thank you. Welcome. We are so honored to have you with us tonight. Always with the spirit, even when I'm not there, but I love Yes, you are. 
Yes, you are. We And we feel that energy even when you're not there physically. We do. We feel that energy. And we thank you for that love and energy as well. Nikki, I saw your video. <laughs> <laughs> God bless King Shakur for dragging that up out of the wood. <laughs> oh, my goodness. I couldn't stop laughing. And I had to send it to my girlfriend because she's a phobic, too. And, man, I'm telling you, that video will probably go viral. <laughs> yes, that definitely was was hilarious, wasn't it? I, 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 and when I watch it, I'm like, I still don't know why I beat my friend up. I don't know what, why she mm. had to get hit. Because I was scared of the bug. I don't know why. My, kids, my children told me I did that one time when I was having a nightmare. They said they came to uh, wake me up, and I started fighting them. Cause I don't want no werewolves in my bed. <laughs> I, don't I didn't want no werewolves in my bed. They said I kept hitting them. I want no werewolves in my bed. I'm like, for real? I didn't even know I was like that, you know, scared of anything, you know. <laughs> right. Wow. It was funny. Hi, friend. Hi. <laughs> Hi. It's a treat. It's always special whenever you're here. Well, thank you. And you grace the panel with your presence. Do you have a poem that you would like to share in celebration of National Poetry Month? I'll, I'll do something for you, of course. Oh, I'll wonderful. Short, and then I'll come back and do something a little bit longer if the guest isn't back by yet. By then. Yes, because we, we have our guest, so right after you're finished with your piece, we're going to turn. Oh, he's there. Okay, well, I'll just yeah. do a little short one. It's called A Prayerful Tongue. Oh, thank you. Speaking in tongues is exercising the muscle of it. Use the strength of its muscle to rebuke wickedness and evil that has been launched against us, if alone and there be no interpreter, use the strength of a powerful tongue to pray that the meditation of your heart be used as a vehicle to bring our desires close to the ears of our creator, Ashe. Mm, Ashe. And what is the title name of that poem? A Prayerful Tongue. A Prayerful Tongue. That was absolutely enlightening, and it was compelling. Thank you so much for sharing that piece. Thank you. I really appreciate that. I'm sure every listener appreciated that as well. At this time, ladies and gentlemen, we have Asa Khalif with us, and we are honored that... He has arrived safely. Um, He's experiencing a little technical difficulties. So what I'm going to do at this time, we're going to take a music break while we await for his uh, return with us on the panel. And there's a song uh, by Denise Williams entitled Black Butterflies. We're going to hear that song, and I want everyone to kind of just really listen to the lyrics because the lyrics hold a message, one of strength and one of encouragement and hope for us. Blessings to all.
Yes, yes. That's one of my favorite inspirational songs. That was Black Butterflies by Denise Williams, ladies and gentlemen. What a tribute song, a tribute to our ancestors. Yes, we want to pay homage to them because they fought, they bled, and many died so that we could be able to hold our heads up high with dignity and declare our purpose and that we are here and we shall not be moved and we are determined to fulfill our destiny. So we are honoring, yes, paying tribute to our ancestors. And, yes, we are the black butterflies. We are the black butterflies, ladies and gentlemen. Know your worth. Never, never say die. Know your worth. Okay, and with that said, I want to now go to the panel. I believe our feature artist and special guest is here, and we want to welcome him. Welcome, Asa Khalif. Welcome in peace, my sister and my friend. How are you? Excuse my voice. I've been I've been talking all day long. Yes, I'm yes. sorry. Yeah, oh, and you welcome, are pardoned. Yes, you are. Welcome to um special hello to um the panel as well. Um peace to you Thank as well. You. Thank you. I tell you, Asa, um first let me give a mini biography um uh uh I, I I just want to kind of fill in our listening audience, give them a little background information. Of course, you know, I know these things, but I'm certain a lot of them don't. So if you don't mind, I'm just going to read a mini bio about you and share it with our listeners. No, I don't mind at all. Thank you. I appreciate it. You're welcome. Ladies and gentlemen, please help me to welcome to the panel the Exceptional Scribble Show, our spotlight guest. Feature artist, none other than Mr. Asa Khalif. Asa Khalif is the founder and president of Racial Unity USA. Asa Khalif has a long history of community representation and activism. He has lent his voice and brought national attention to numerous issues and causes. He was born and raised in Philadelphia. He attended Roman Catholic High and Temple University. Asa's public career began early when he was elected the youngest committee person for the then Republican Party in Philadelphia. His activist career began soon after. This led to his first national exposure on the Sally Jesse Raphael show discussing teen racism in America. While racial issues are important to Asa, He is a powerful champion against discrimination of any kind. He has campaigned against the sexual degradation of women and for equal rights for women in general. Asa has worked tirelessly for the rights and safety of gays and lesbians. Under Asa's leadership, racial unity has spotlighted the hurdles that the homeless are subjected to in order to attain available aid. ASA has spearheaded Racial Unity's monitoring of criminal justice activities, especially pertaining to minors. He has become a force in underscoring and exposing the fast-tracking from grade school to prison. 
Asa's compassion has successfully motivated change in the community and altered many lives. With Racial Unity USA, a steadfast Asa Khalif tirelessly and selflessly continues this work. Welcome to the Exceptional Scribble Show, Asa. Thank you so much, my sister and my friend. Pleasure is all mine. It's always a pleasure to speak. You are with welcome. You. you are welcome. And uh, I'm just, um, I'm just humbled by the introduction and all mm-hmm. of the positive feedback and the love that I'm, I'm feeling. The vibe is always again. We always tell your listeners when we're on, especially when we get together. Friends and one of my best friends. Just for the listener. Yes, so when yes. we get when we get when we get together, we usually tell everyone to fasten your seatbelts because we know that the positive spirit of the Creator is constantly moving, and it always takes us to another positive level. So I'm looking forward to tonight. See where we go. Wonderful, wonderful. And I have to share this with the listeners. Um, I do need to say this. Um, Asa and I, we have uh, known each other now for at least, what is it, 25, 30 years? 25, yeah. 25, yeah. 30, yeah. yeah. Not telling our age, right? Yeah, well, <laughs> I mean, <laughs> you look at the date, you look at the date, right? but the jig is up for me. <laughs> I guess we were like, wow, they're that old. <laughs> well, yes, we are that matured. In years, um, but we're still young in heart, and I think that you're you're as young as your heart and spirit. That's that's my belief anyway. But yeah, um, sure. yes, but Asa, I have to say this because for as long as I've known you, you were an activist when we were in college, and I think I was just eighteen, just turned eighteen, um, mm-hmm. and we're like in the same age bracket. We may be a year or so apart, uh-huh. but you were passionate then. You were so passionate about making certain that justice prevailed. And I remember I saw it in your eyes. It was the way you spoke. It was in your demeanor. And I was just like, wow, this guy is like Malcolm X reincarnated. (laughs) (laughs) That's what I would call him. I was like, he's like Malcolm X reincarnated. And you just, it never abated. Like that spirit has never abated. You are the truth. When it comes well, to activism, it's not a game with you. Can you just no, touch on that? With yes. Well, it's, it, it's truly, um, it's truly giving honor to God who's first in my life, first of all, and my Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, because mm-hmm. it's truly a calling. Um, honestly, as far as I can remember, mm-hmm. there was always a a passion because I, I say this is a labor of love. If mm-hmm. you know, you don't usually. Most people, when you're in college, you're pursuing, you know, for, for your uh, future careers. Yes. And you're preparing yourself for your family and, and your your income down the line. And so you usually don't wake up and say, you know, there's a whole lot of money in activism. <laughs> <laughs> right. It's, 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 you know, it's not a major career goal right up there with doctors and lawyers, but no, it no. is a truly a labor of love for me. And my prayer had always been, because I recognized it, that calling was upon my life. So mm-hmm. I knew that I needed to dedicate myself to activism, but I knew I needed to, my prayer was to always um, have an income. My prayer said, if this is what your calling on my life is, 
Mm-hmm. I'm going to need something on the side that can give me the base income where I can do this without worrying about so much paying the bills and the lights off and so on. And when I got into real estate and formed a company with my um, adopted father, Paul, mm-hmm. um, God just truly blessed that business. And um, it was it flourished, and it still flourished, and I give God glory for that. But it gave me the opportunity to fully start a racial unity and really commit to that mm-hmm. um, 100%. And so, you know, he answered my prayer. I said if he was able to supply a foundation financially, I will give 110% to his calling on my life. Mm-hmm. And he has kept his word, and I'm trying my best to keep my word. <laughs> yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. You are, and I can truly say, um, and and I must speak this, I must testify of this, because um, even in Scripture it speaks of how you should let another boast, you know, of you. And on your behalf, of course, I'm uh, testifying of this. One thing I have witnessed from day one since, we first met was that you are very diligent in terms of ensuring that the rights of every man, and it doesn't matter what gender a person is or their religious orientation or their sexual orientation, um, but that the rights of every man are protected. And, that is something that I greatly admire about you. You don't have any hidden biases or prejudices. You really are about racial unity for USA. And and you're um, the founder of an organization with the title that you have always upheld. And I commend you. I commend you on that because um, for most of us, uh, things happen in our lives and then biases come about. It's not always that we are just generally biased, um, you know, from birth or anything. I mean, I'm sure that there are maybe some people that are born that way. (laughs) (laughs) But for most of us that are truly freedom fighters, we want to see justice for all. And um, I, I do strongly herald that about you. You are all about justice for everyone. And um, if you can just kind of share with um, our listening audience because you have just recently um, achieved a project which is entitled America KKK uh, Black, a short Mm -hmm. film which was inspired by the Black Lives Matter movement. If you could just kind of fill us all in about um, how you became passionate about doing this project, what sparked your interest, and also um, what it entailed, um, uh, what all you had to do um, as far as the footwork, the groundwork, um, even financially, because I'm sure some people um, are considering doing something like this, but uh, they they don't have a clue in terms of financially um, what it will cost them to do it. Um, also, as far as you being and activists, how dedicated one must be to do it and to do it justly. Because I think that if you're not really committed to the cause that you're trying to uh, 
do a film about, it's only but so much that you can deliver as for conviction, truth with conviction. So mm-hmm. if you can kind of just fill us all in about the journey, we would deeply appreciate that. And thank you. No. The mic is in your Thank hand. you. Thank you for the opportunity again. <clears throat> Excuse my voice um, mm-hmm. once more. Um, well, I think it all it's all under the umbrella um, of the Black Lives Matter movement. Um, that movement came out of the Trayvon Martin shooting and verdict, and um, it was elevated when Ferguson um, dropped and the issues that Ferguson and mm. Philadelphia needed um, a coalition of activists to come together from different organizations to form this coalition that we call from um, Ferguson to Philadelphia under the Black Lives Matter movement. Mm. But how I how I got, as a filmmaker, because I wear many hats, as you know, but as mm-hmm. a filmmaker, I uh, was preparing in December for my homeless um, movie to um, premiere, and I was preparing for the final touches of that. Mm-hmm. And um, I was doing an interview, preparing an interview for CNN, and I got a, a text message telling, um, um, showing me a link to a, a story of a young African-American who was shot in the back of the head um, by a police officer in Philadelphia. Mm-hmm. And the circumstances, um, as I read, I said, well, that's really strange, you know, um, just based on the police testimony of what happened. Right. So that doesn't sound right in my spirit. I said, Something, something's not right. So as they were preparing me for the mic and um, we were prepared to, to, to start the taping, mm-hmm. I got an emergency phone call from my mm-hmm. cousin Terrell. And he said, um, I answered it, and he says, um, he said, sorry, um, it was um, it wasn't Terrell. Excuse me, it was my cousin, his sister, my cousin Dawn, and um, she said, the young man who was shot is Terrell's um, son, is your cousin Brandon. Mm-hmm. I haven't seen Brandon. I haven't seen Brandon. He was a little, little boy, you know, because um, I had started traveling, so, so I hadn't really seen him mm-hmm. since he was a, you know, a smiling kid running around dancing. And I remember calling my cousin. I went to the green room um, and spoke with him, and I could hear the sadness and 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 the pain in his voice. So I canceled seeing him. I said I just. Emotionally, I couldn't do it. What I needed to do mm-hmm. at that point was to go to Philadelphia yes. and rally around my family and, so, yes, and, the family. and bring that in. So that's how the movie was really, in, the short film was really inspired. It mm-hmm. came out of the frustration because I put everything on hold mm-hmm. um, just to get, and if you follow the, the, um, the story, Brandon Tate Brown, we got it from local to national. And that was the point to to have it on a national platform, such as an Eric Garner and a, and um, and a Michael Brown, because mm-hmm. the story was um, like hundreds of other stories when you're dealing with African Americans. Yes, 
and we're all struggling just to get the stories told. So Mm -hmm. that was my main goal to do it. And Mm -hmm. getting to that point where we were able to get it on a national level, um, my grandmother came to me in a dream. And I know usually when she, my late grandma, usually when she comes to me, it's, it's always something um, that I need to do. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and it's yeah, usually like in the back of my head, but she kind of brings it um, full circle for me. Mm-hmm. And I was just so frustrated, friend, and so angry about just how black lives, men and women now, because... Um, the men with the the constant um, abuse of police, and now the women. Um, there was a line that they never crossed before law enforcement, but now the women are being beat and failed mm-hmm. being beaten by the police. And um, so it just it, it it weighed on me, and mm-hmm. I felt I felt you know protesting is is good too and all, but I knew I had another talent, and it was something that I needed to do in terms of my um, filmmaking. Yeah, and how that came how that came about, um, you know, I had the money was there to do it. You know, it mm-hmm. was um, I was going to direct it myself and with my old team that I usually do. And again, uh, Jehovah and in His intimate wisdom mm-hmm. um, said, "Absolutely not. You are not going to direct this." Mm. And your team, your this is not the team. This is the team that I worked with for for several projects, even with my homeless project. Okay. It's absolutely not, not this team. These are not the team that you work with. And I said, well, I don't really know anyone that can really put up with me because I'm kind of a control person <laughs> when, when you're dealing with. I'm a perfectionist. You're, you're perfectionist. Yes. Yes. Exactly. So I said, I don't know who can actually last a day around me if they really don't know me in terms of filmmaking. Mm-hmm. And um, the director of this film, whose name is Devante, was um, is kind of like a little son to me. Okay. He directed this um, movie, and it's amazing the job that he did. I it I left. I gave up all control in terms of um, trying to direct the director. I mm. just totally put trust in him and the other crew that we worked with that you'll meet at the um, premiere on Saturday, Adon Perez and um, Miguel Lopez, um, just a tremendous group of young talent, and it just gelled. Everything just went um, exactly according to plan. And I Wonderful. couldn't work with a bunch of groups. And I knew God was in the midst of it. But I want to give you a, a quick history on the director. Now, Fran, um, when I had my store, um, Ace's Deli. Yes. And um, Fran came, prayed on the store, and our sales went up. So I got a business, <laughs> really? got a caller. But uh, <laughs> the second week I um, of, of our opening in the store, I was in early in the morning, I was doing some sort of inventory, mm-hmm. and we were still in the hiring um, process of getting, you know, of putting our staff and stuff together. And this kid comes in from um, on his way to school um, in eighth grade, and he had about 50 cents to his name. 
he walks in, and I, you know, our prices. We didn't really sell anything for fifty cents, <laughs> and uh, so he's looking around like, okay, this kid is wasting my time. You got to go to school for it, you know. Here, here's a soda, here's a juice or whatever, and keep the fifty cents. Thank you, and have a good day. So the kid goes off. Long story short, the kid comes back after the school day ends. He walks in back into the store. He just told me he has a dollar and fifty cents. So he goes and buys, you know, he's looking around the candy bar and stuff. And, I, you know, I'm looking for this kid, you know, here, big to sell, go about your business. Mm-hmm. And um, mm-hmm. the creator, again, in his wisdom, spoke to me and said, uh, don't let that kid walk out of this, this store unless you make a connection with him. Mm-hmm. Okay. And I didn't know the young man's past or his, I mean, I know his history is present. It was very tumultuous. Um, but he said he is not to leave this store. You're going to take this kid on your wing. So I yeah. brought him back in, gave him a job, mentored him, just like a little son to me. And I'm so glad that I, again, listened to the spirit of the Lord because years later, he's directing Mm-hmm. America Black, and he has done, and when you see it, he has done a phenomenal job, <clears throat> a phenomenal job. In spite of all of the the issues that was in his life, he has overcome, and that's a story in itself. But mm-hmm. he, you know, this kid, by me reaching out, by listening to the creator to tell me to mentor this kid and, and, and listening to the voice of God, um, has has just came in and it's just been a pleasure in my life and the the work that he's done on this film is just tremendous and I'm and I'm so glad that I was able to make that connection. Yes. Who indeed. would have ever known down the line in two thousand fifteen he would be the director of America Black. That's right. And you know, I, I'm I applaud you on taking a chance. A lot of times we don't take chances when we should. You acknowledged the voice of the Almighty. You knew that he was taking you in a different direction than you had first proposed, and you were willing to take a chance. And I think that that's so very necessary. That's what separates uh, successful men and women from just the mediocre, Uh, being willing to take chances when it's the right chance to take. And it, it takes wisdom. It takes discerning because you have to, like you said, you recognize the voice. Exactly. You had a dream, and you even got a confirmation through a dream where your mm-hmm. uh, grandmother's spirit uh, mm-hmm. confirmed to you uh, about the change that was to come about. So it's so, you know, a lot of times people that are spiritual get ridiculed. We get mm-hmm. called, you know, oh, there's these ghosts people they hear spirits and you know people tend to laugh at us and mock us and and things and scoff us but the reality of it is that there is a spiritual realm it does exist and now i'm noticing even on on television like the media like in uh there's a lot of programming now even reality show programming that's mm-hmm. given special emphasis to that reality that the paranormal does exist. And there's a world that is unseen with the naked eye. 
but the, the and and you're so right, fam. It's important, and I say this because as artists, as poets, mm-hmm. we we are we we deal with a lot of the spiritual realm. We deal with because you have to Thanks. go within in mm-hmm. order to write your poetry because it touches so many people. And so that's a calling, that's a ministry when you can write poetry and it can touch the souls and, and the hearts of people when they read your poetry. Um, yes. But you have to be in tune. You have to be in tune and trust yourself. You have to recognize the voices. And I'm not talking about, you know, you wake up in the morning and somebody's saying, yo, go get the, you know, not those <laughs> type of voices. But I'm saying, but your spiritual ear, your spiritual, the voice, listening with your spiritual ears and not being afraid to trust mm-hmm. the creator and trust yourself. Right, that right. You're making that's the it. right decision when it comes to touching people's lives. Because as artists, you know, whether we want to or not, we're here to inspire people. Mm-hmm. We're here to make a stand. We're here to change thoughts and change attitudes. And we can do it through our poetry. We can do it through our filmmaking. We can do it through singing. You know, that's what artistry well, That's what true artist is all about because it yes. brings people together. Yes, indeed. And and I think with America Black, I'm I'm so excited about it because most of it is is written, but there were other scenes and stuff at the end and and, and in the middle where we just kind of threw the script out and just said, you know, we know the theme is um, under the umbrella of, of Black Lives Matter, but creator just guide us how are we going to do this? And mm-hmm. I think it's, you know, when you see it, even though it's a short film, I didn't want it long and drawn out. I wanted, you know, I wanted to take you on an emotional journey, but I wanted you to leave once you um, finish watching the film. It's going to leave you with an impact that individually we can make change as well because it starts with us. Mm. And and I think that's what the Wonderful. film will lead you to. It, it's it's I'm very proud of it, friend. I think mm-hmm. it's um, and I'm very proud of myself that I was able to let go and allow someone to understand my vision and mm-hmm. trust them enough that they would get that vision right. Yes, yes, yes. Awesome, awesome. What a story behind the film. Yeah. I mean, just the story alone, that's that's captivating. That's riveting. Yeah. Um, I tell you, this is awesome. This is um it's more than just uh documentation and film. This is uh spirit, it's it's passion, it's movement, it's change it's so many things. It's and there's so many some, good there's things. some t- there's some <laughs> tense moments in the in the film. Okay. Um because you know, um the righteous is bold as a lion. So when I take it to somebody, I take it directly to them. There's yes, no you do. There. So there's a, you know, there's a few tense moments, but again, uh, when you're true, you believe in God and, mm-hmm. and you know that he's leading you and directing you. Um, you know, you don't have that fear, you know. You really don't. You face, If you do, you face it and, you know, you, there's a message behind this, friend, and I want people mm. to see it that's why I made the event free to the public. Okay. I want to see it. It will be available on YouTube and online two days after the premiere on Saturday. But 
I wanted to bring people in. There'll be a question and answer, and and there'll be there's a way to connect with other mm-hmm. people. So I've asked everyone oh, to please bring their cards and stuff. Yeah, yeah, it's gonna it's gonna be more than just you know we're sitting watching a short film. There's gonna mm-hmm. be a discussion on it. Okay, be excellent. Groups of people from like I said from all walks of life who believe in the Black Lives Matter movement. Mm-hmm. And I think that's where we make a mistake. We allow other people to hijack our movement with their own agendas, you understand? And right. we can't allow that. We can't afford it. Um, no. Our lives matter. And because it's constantly um, degraded and it's constant forces from television and, and other uh, mediums telling us that our lives mean nothing, mm-hmm. it desensitizes <clears throat> other people where you That's can shoot right. someone in the back of the head and go and have Thanksgiving dinner the next day. Or mm. you can beat a grandmother in the middle of the um, highway uh, and, you know, and smash her face into the ground and feel that you were trying to help her when you were abusing mm. her. You know, it it, it means it, it does not um, register in their brain because you have imagery telling you that mm-hmm. black is, is evil, black is worthless, black is, is not worth going the extra mile. So you can you run up on a 12-year-old and not see a 12-year-old, but see someone in their 20s or their late 30s and shoot mm-hmm. them in the stomach. You can mm-hmm. tackle the sister. I'm talking about the Tamir Rice of case. Yes, you can yes. tackle his sister who was just running as a big sister to her little brother's aid. You can tackle yes. the sister and throw her in the back of the, of the car where the police officer who shot her brother's there. You mm-hmm. can threaten the mother who is hysterical <clears throat> now. Mm-hmm. Wanting answers and say, if you don't shut up, nigger bitch, that's the mm. word that was used, we're going to shoot you too. So, you know, mm. it's just, and excuse my language to the audience, but mm. it's real. It's, it's real. real. So you don't see a black woman, you don't see the black child, you don't see the black girl, you don't see black at all. All you see is the negative stereotypes that you've been right. um, yes. fed in. So it all comes back to America mm. black. Because mm-hmm. it shows that all lives matter, yes, but I'm not going to be ashamed of specifically talking in this forum about black lives. That's right. That's right. Excuse well, me, excuse me for my passion. I didn't mean to raise my voice, no, no, ladies no. and gentlemen. That, that it's just my passion. The intensity Thank you. and the expression mm-hmm. of that you Thanks, used, Queen Nikki. Asa, needed to be used. You yeah. can't. There was no lack of professionalism mm-hmm. in your expression. Intense, yes. A little harsh, yes. But our reality is harsh and absolutely, absolutely, sister. And well we don't need to look for ways, always to sugarcoat mm-hmm. our expression for someone else's comfort. Absolutely. When we're being taken out of our comfort every single day, this is what the whole film and your movement and and not your movement, but the movement and your mm-hmm. activism is all about. To say Absolutely. it has to be, we have to express mm-hmm. with intensity. <laughs> we have to let you hear our passion and and we don't get to use pretty words because you didn't use pretty words when you were shooting us down. Exactly. Exactly. Mm. 
You you when you quote someone, you quoted someone. Well, we can't sugarcoat a quote. We can't sugarcoat right. a quote. That's right. 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 You're absolutely right. That's right. I'm I'm going to say this, and uh, ladies and gentlemen, because I'm seeing now we're getting a lot of callers calling in, and we do want them to have a chance to speak with Asa. Um, first and foremost, ladies and gentlemen, for those tuning in, those just tuning in, you are uh, tuned in to, at this hour, we are featuring our spotlight guest feature artist, Mr. Asa Khalif. He is the founder, president of Racial Unity USA Groups and Organizations. Um, and uh, we are discussing America KKK uh, Black, a short film, which was inspired by the Black Lives Matter movement. And we are touching on all of the elements of why that film was produced and created, uh, what motivated the production of this film. And because Asa is currently yet on the front line uh, for justice and uh, for justice for every victim of uh, injustices, he does not discriminate based on religious orientation, sexual orientation, or gender. So because he is a front-line man, uh, we definitely want everyone to have the chance that calls in to ask any questions that they have that they'd like to direct to him about his film uh, project and or about the work that he does. So I'm noticing in the call queue we have California on the line. This is the order that we're going to go in. We're going to start with California, and then we're going to go to Boston, Massachusetts, and then we're going to go to New York City. So for California, welcome. Caller from California, welcome to the Exceptional Scribble Show. Hello, hello. Good evening. How are you doing tonight? Oh, fine. Thank you. Please uh, give your name, and also if you're an artist, the genre of artistry that you produce and also um any questions or comments or commentary that you may have or remarks for our feature artists after that you may direct them to him and thank you. All right. You. Definitely, definitely. Thank you for the opportunity to speak. Um this is You're welcome. This is Epiani Lockhart of our Motivational Realizations. Mm-hmm. Um, my form of artistry um, is spoken word, um, photography, and poetry as well. I'm also a motivational speaker as well. I'm also an activist yeah. as well. And um, just um, hearing what um, I believe his name is uh, Mr. Asa yeah. that I'm spoken of, and um, one thing that really resonated within me is how, um, and I say the same thing, it starts within us, you know. I tell people all the time, like, how do you change the world? You change your world, you know. That's how mm. you make difference how you see the world and how you see yourself and once you find that that self-love that self-empowerment by the creator by the father you know what i mean um, it it will embolden you will give you the strength to go forth because um as you guys said earlier you know it's a world of seen and unseen you know and we battle the things really within the unseen you know Mm -hmm. you got to have that 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 protection and then that spiritual fire on you as well to keep you protected and 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 to honor his will 
Um, when he when he points you in a direction, knowing that it, it only leads to love and hope and promise and, and betterment, fulfillment. You know, it does, he wouldn't lead us to the to the slaughter. He he points the opposite direction of that. You know, so um, I just want us to say thank you t- to the brother um, for doing what you're doing, investing your lifetime into this because that's the most precious commodity that we each have. We all have a lim- limited amount, and you know, if you're alive, you know you're going to pass. But the fact that you give of yourself to help others is definitely very inspiring. I try to um, champion efforts such as that myself in my works with my life, this gift of life I've been given. But um, um, my question I had for you is just um, knowing that um, that you guys are, I don't want to say elders, but just more experienced with um, this 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 life, this walk, what is it that you would like to see in in younger activists? And then how would you want, how do you reach those that they might have a heart, but they just feel like they can't, how, how would you, how do we light their fire? Because we, each one of us can only do so much. We're only one man or one woman or, or a group of us, but, but, um, and it's not saying that one person can't make a difference. We know that, 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 Hey, the Lord did. So, you know what I mean? We know that it's possible, but just how do we light the fires to get our people, People and and all people, because I love that I see past the hues as well. Each vessel, each creation is a purpose, regardless of the name they may praise, regardless of their orientation. They're a life, and I run into mm-hmm. that in the black community a lot. Of, a lot of times, unfortunately, where people um, don't talk, they don't see gay rights as a civil rights thing. But civil rights was there for civil rights, and it's a civil mm-hmm. rights issue. But mm-hmm. yeah, some exactly. choose to be closed-minded, and some choose to stand on, you know, misinterpret the books they read, you know what I mean? But well, um, just, just how to spark that fire if you could, sir. No, just just to let, oh, well, first, thank you for the uh, Thanks, the words of encouragement, brother, and I wish the same to you as well. Um, I think the fire has already been lit with young our young people at this point. Mm-hmm. Um, I think they were asleep at some point, but now they have awakened and I think Ferguson has shown us that they are awake. And I've seen, I just, um, there is a spirit now of consciousness that has overtaken our young people. And they have now removed the veil and the scales from their eyes. And the fire has always been in their soul. It is just needed. Mm-hmm. something for them to believe in, to unite that fire, to light it. And how we keep them um, on the track is as elders, and I'm saying anyone in their 40s and up, we can remain consistent. And we use the wisdom to guide them and have the wisdom to move out of their way so they can move and take this movement to the next level. No one is saying to retire, but sometimes when you have molded a young person and you've given them the tools to fight, it's no reason to go out there and fight the battles now. The bully is out there. They understand how to fight. They know how to defend themselves. You've taught them the tricks in the trade. Now step aside, parent, and let them not take this bully down. And I'm saying this bully of racial profiling, this bully of police brutality, this uh, a, a bully of this system that is designed to keep poor and black and brown people under a certain um, level, keep their feet on their neck. 
So let these young people, where they've gotten the inspiration now, they know what time it is. Now let's move along with them, push them out in the front. We can take the back, and we can work together. But let these young people shine, and our job is to mold them and to encourage them because now they see they see what's going on first and foremost, and they have a sense of self. Mm. And that's the point now. They were lost, mm-hmm. but now they're found. <laughs> they got the sense of self. They got the motivation. They have our prayers and our support. Now let's take this movement to the next level together. And well said, brother. Well, well said. said. Yes, Thank you. Me. Thank you, sir. And um, God bless everything that you do. And um. And and just continue to, to lift the people, man. We really do appreciate you, man, and love you, um, brother and king. You know what I mean? Each one of y'all Absolutely. in this room, you know, I know that you guys um, plant seeds for the harvest to reap to reap the a plentiful harvest of love and hope and the, the fruits of the spirit. So, um, it's just definitely an honor to hear you, brother, because um, you know, sometimes you feel like you're the only one. Sometimes, you know what I mean? No, but, I. I you know, but it's, I, you know, that is it's many of us out here, and we walk we walk amongst the people, and we we serve and honor the purpose that He's ingrained in us. You know what I mean? I appreciate that, brother. And if you're on Facebook, please um, send me a Facebook re- um, friend request. Um, Asa Khalif. I sent it to you um, already, man. After I heard of some of the things, great, yeah, man, great. I, I had to no, click that button gonna, real fast. Like, no, because I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm speaking. Actually, I'm speaking. I have a um, I have a speaking tour um, for a few weeks, and I'll be out in that in that area. So um, we'll definitely um, have to link up. I appreciate that, and um, yeah, but send me the information. And also, America Black is going to debut on Saturday, but it will be available online and YouTube two days after the premiere. So you'll be able to see it, and and I would love your feedback, brother. Definitely. I definitely look forward to watching it. Um, I work with a group called United Nations of Consciousness, where some younger, conscious, awakened youth. Well, mm-hmm. I won't even say youth. We're, most of us are in our 30s, you know what I mean? But we're still youthful. You know, the, the, the um, yeah. soul don't age. The, the, the right. soul withers, but the soul doesn't age. And um, no. I'm going to definitely see if we could set up, because they do viewings and stuff at the center, so I'm going to definitely see if we could get it um, shown in there and try to you know, rile up the um the community and get them to turn out to um definitely um yeah. support this because we definitely we're all about um empowerment, um black economics and supporting well, supporting yeah. ourselves. But um at the same time too, my personal philosophy is you know that everybody has value regardless of the color, regardless because. Yeah. This conditioning yeah. and these principalities, they're on everybody. You know, like, that's right. that is the new slave master. It's lynching people every day. And it's many yeah. of things. And, and, and the privatized prisons, is, you know, all these things are that's attacking right. all of us. And, and, and we really have much more in common than we ever have. Yeah. But um, yeah. this world that takes well, that, that, that little 2% different, because 98% of our DNA is identical. But they take mm-hmm. the 2% and divide the whole entire world, divide and conquer. Uh, Mm-hmm. For this crap, yeah. you know, yeah. calling for this tomfoolery, and 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 stand and stand steadfast on the faith, embedded in that yeah. faith, and knowing that hey, you know, um, this all leads to the dust anyway, and we know where we going, so no fear, no fear. That's right. Yeah. And brother, brother, um, if you if you set that up, um, for the showing, and we can work on that. Um, give me a date or something that we can work on the date and our schedules. Permit, I will 
fly out there personally and and, and meet you and speak with um, with your group on the premiere of that. So that'd be great if we can make that connection. Make it happen. We're gonna make it happen. We're gonna make Absolutely. it happen. True and Thank you, sir. Thank you. Brother. Yes. Well, I do want to say, uh, Ibiani, because you are such an extraordinary literary artist and we are celebrating National Poetry Month, would you happen to have a poem that you'd like to share with our listeners tonight? Um, yeah, you know I got a poem. You know I got a poem. <laughs> <laughs> well, definitely. Um, thank you for the opportunity. You're um, welcome. I'll definitely share this one. I, I wrote it yesterday, and it's called um, Overhead Smash the World, all right? Yes, thanks so much. No problem, sister. Thank you as well, Queen. Upon the court of life, courageous will is champion, unbreakable, Set within driven desires of success, unhindered by the burdened world that once surrounded, now upon the fresh clay, now upon the pristine grasses, all the fears and all the doubts once held within the handed hands, now tossed up within within open airs of freedom, my faith as racket, my focus upon the lime spear, with all my spirit and with all my strength, instilled and ingrained within the muster of my soul, I swing. Smashing through the limitations, smashing through the doubters, smashing through the barriers, smashing through the divides. I swing for the love, for the hopes, for the dreams, for the living. I swing to show that we are able, to show that we are mighty, to show that we are living excellence, to show that we are limitless possibilities. I swing for all that was sacrificed, for all that was lost, for all that was broken, for all that paid the ultimate cost. I swing for equality, for freedom for peace, for unity, overhead smashing through racism, oppression, hate, bigotry, overhead smashing through negativity, stereotypes, propaganda, inequality, smashing through all the divides that separate this parted world. We are one people, humanity, with this one chance of living, life, Never asked to be a torchbearer, yet with these flames along this trail I walk, and though as well as those within the passion lit upon my heart, I honor the call to move forward so that the path is lit with loving hope, so they so that we are able to go farther than ever could be imagined, that the dreams can be made real. Game set match the efforts of the champions before you and the champion within you, the will within the gifted spirit of our, of our unique and individual individual souls, unbreakable and unwavering determination of love within each of the living creations, vessels of living water, the waves within the ocean of humanity. In peace. Awesome. Awesome. Thank you so much for that life-giving, spirited poem. Very inspiring. Yes, yes. Sister and Queen. Yes. Um, Before you go, this is Fertile Spirit. Before you go, I want to encourage you as well. Yes. I want to let you know that no matter what it may look like and no matter what it may feel like when you're on this road and when you're alone and when it feels like you're beat down and when it feels like no one is pouring anything back into you because you're giving out so much that you're living is not in vain. The words that you're speaking is not in vain. Your actions are not in vain. And you keep doing just as what you are doing. And whatever the creator puts on your heart and your mind to do for you to be the change and be the difference, you do that and you continue to do it with the courage that you take on. Definitely. And you hold your head up and you walk straight and you 
Keep your eyes uh, looking straight ahead, staying focused on who has called you to do what you're doing and be encouraged always. Even if you have to encourage yourself, you know that it is not in vain. Amen. Thank you, sister and queen. I appreciate that. Um, you know, I, I've come to realize, you know, that um, when people speak life within your life, you, you must receive that because we live in a world where people, people speak death over themselves every day. It's truly power in the tongue. And as you said, you know, we have to be our best friend. So often we find ourselves as our worst enemy. And um, sometimes, you know, you're going to have to pick yourself up. And that spirit is there in us, you know, and it will help lift us. But sometimes, you you know, you got to be your own cheerleader sometimes. But I totally received that, and I thank you for that, Queen. I appreciate that. Most welcome. Most welcome. Thank you. Well, thank you, thank you so much, uh, King and Scribe Ibiani. And always know that the Exceptional Scribble Show, we welcome you. Every time we're on the air, if you have a message to deliver that will inspire the listeners, we have a space and we have a seat for you on this platform. And we thank you for coming through with such an inspirational poem tonight. And if you have time and, and you have another poem, we can come back to you later during the show. Definitely, definitely. Well, thank you for the opportunity. I'll definitely sit back and, and listen as long as I can. I have a few things that I do need to do, but I'll definitely stay tuned as long as possible. But I mean, never cross paths again. Just know that I love going to provide and we'll see each other again but just know that i love each one of y'all and um and it's a blessing to fellowship amongst brothers and sisters kings and queens yes Amen. indeed we agree Amen. and we love you and thank appreciate you. your art history as well thank you, thank you. Mm-hmm. okay at this time uh asa was there anything yes. uh more that you wanted to state um did we did before we, we go to more callers i didn't want um, to Oh, you know. no, no, no. That's, that's, I'm, we'll I'm go interested on. in the us, please. Okay, yeah, thank, thank you. you. All right. At this time, we're going to Boston, Massachusetts, and we have Master Scribe, Mr. Jeffrey A. Sanders, with us. Welcome, Master Scribe. Welcome, Master Scribe. Are you with us? Yes, I am with you. Right. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yes, I know you right. did share something on on the lines of having a new, some type of new electronic device that you have to use while you're on the work floor if you're working tonight. I don't know if that's your circumstance. But, um, yeah, there's like a little delay whenever we try to uh, join you with the call. But, Nevertheless, we are glad that you're connected now, and there seems to be no interference or disruption. <laughs> so <Wow>. welcome. <laughs> welcome. How you doing, Francine? I am um, doing well, and I have, of course, Queen Nikki for our spirit. You know, she's here beautiful. tonight. There's my beautiful with Hello. all that nice hair. Hey, baby. <laughs> How you doing? I am doing wonderful, wonderful, Great. wonderful. Great. Well, then, let me welcome your guest speaker. Yes, um, yes, we have Brother Asa Khalif. There's so many hats that he wears, and um, I'm sure you've you've heard uh, for the bulk of the discussion and and during the interview. I'm sure you were 
able to hear much of uh, the information that's been disclosed. Yes, I was. I was, mm-hmm. I was actually. I was actually making my rounds and listening to him through my device, and I am. I am very, very much elated. Yes. <laughs> now we have giants. We have giants who are coming along who know what to do. Mm-hmm. And to, and to fight and step back. I knew you would say that. For some battle. reason, I knew you. <laughs> <laughs> yes, indeed. Because you are a warrior yes, in this. Yes, indeed. Yes, oh, indeed. Most definitely, most definitely. I, I, I would, I'm, I'm just like elated that um, the brothers are really bringing the forces together, the forces that we need. And mm-hmm. I'm, I'm, I'm going to sit here in the cutter and wait, to, wait and watch it all come together, and then I'm going to jump in it with both feet. You know, okay. on the front lines with him. I'm on the front lines with him, especially when it comes to our children. And mm-hmm. of course, it's, it's, you know, we keep continuously saying that, you know, there is no racism in America, and that is both BS. Mm-hmm. Complete. Yes, and I could because I live, I basically live misconception part of it because I live in Boston, Massachusetts, mm-hmm. and you know we see it every day. We see it economically. We see it physically. Mm-hmm. We see it emotionally. Mm-hmm. We see, you know, and the best, the most thing that I see too is that our children are now not spending in our neighborhoods, they're spending outside of our neighborhoods, and they've been so brainwashed to the fact that they're trying to be white. Mm. They've lost all conception of who they are. We've gotten so far off that path of finding out who we are because society dictates to our children now that this is what you got to be and this is how you got to be, and the education that they're teaching us is turning us against us, and Mm. We don't know what direction we're going into, and we're all confused. Mm-hmm. We're so confused that we don't know what to yes, do, yes. whether we should put on a pair of pants. Misguided, or misdirected. And it, 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 it is sad to see, but, you know, me personally, especially when I'm in the white neighborhoods and I go, I go into the white neighborhoods specifically to voice my opinion because the white people are getting so bold here in Massachusetts. They will still call you a nigger even though it is a good call to do so. And I stand up, and the way I stand up is to tell them you don't even know where you came from. In the Bible that you're reading tells you where you came from, but you yet you try to make me lower than you, and you, mm-hmm. Lord, you've been lower than me since your inception, you mm-hmm. know, and mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, I go, I go deep in on yes, them. Yes, you do. <laughs> to yes, make you the do. Be known and, um, and 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 I'm prepared to defend myself, and I'm prepared to go to jail because I know mm-hmm. that's what's going to happen because of the color of my skin. Because I wear mm. this melanin, you know, this melanin which they are so eagerly trying to replicate, and they mm-hmm. can't because this is a God-given. Right. Given, right. Uh, uh, entity to wear for us because we are his first created people. Mm-hmm. So, with all of that said, let you me have a poem? Of, oh, of course, I always <laughs> have a poem. 
Anytime you I know come. I'm in love with your pen. I've been enamored with your pen now for what, uh, three, four years? Yes. Yeah. Well, I'm gonna do one. I'm gonna do one <laughs> specifically out of my head to mm. coincide with what the brother said and what what I just expounded on. Wonderful. The mic okay, is okay. in your hands, Master Scribe. Do this one out of my head. No, no title. I'm just gonna do this out of my head. Okay. To us, we tower far. We stand within our lives because our lives matter in the presence of God to win some answers to our cries. The earth said God. The human race by God's creation said it's lot, sad lot. Mm. Though I have no remembrance of such place, I didn't create prejudice, hate, division against my original people. Such world I fashioned not. He sent his warrior angels to earth against men who seek power over his creation. He says, I surely will perish those dark minds who attempt to perish my creation. My spirit has lost interest to whom was made by DNA manipulation. My aim is in effect to succeed in aiming an ill work, work with the atrocity created to wash over them as I did the Nephilim. I am Lord, I exist still, for your cry not heard, now of ought it bears, do I now hear. Only my first children's plaints have reached my ear. Hmm. Since the life of you will cease to be upon the globe, because slave master beast, your heart has grown cold. Mm. On and against my children, my eternal mind, I will bring my melanin-skinned children freedom and peace to place you back upon the throne in peace. Awesome, awesome. Master Scribe, thanks for sharing that potent message because it is it is a message of empowerment for those that heed to it and for those who are the guilty persons uh, whom enslaved the minds and the souls of others, uh, it's a message of warning to them. We thank you for yes, I'm spitting that. You know, how do we? Thank you. How, the, the thing of it is, is the question I have to ask all of my people, and it's, and it's inside our psychology, how do you turn your children over to a people and allow them to teach your children because they're only going to teach your children their way to drive them away from who they really are. How Mm -hmm. do you give your children over to a people who is bent on destroying your people? Mm. That's the thought for the day. I want to thank you. We're going to, on that note, what we're going to do is we're going to take a music break, and then when we come back, we have a caller from uh, New York. That's uh, We're going to go to that caller, and then we have a caller from Tennessee, and I'm giving a wave to our caller from Tennessee. That's another poet and literary artist. But we're also still um, conducting this interview with Asa Khali, so I do want everyone to be aware that when you call in, please be prepared to direct your questions or 
remarks and comments to Asa Khalif. He is the feature artist in the spotlight tonight. And now we're going to take a music break. I'll be in and out, Francie.
Yes, 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 yes. Glory, glory, hallelujah. Through everything, through everything, we still have the high praise of our maker and creator in our mouth, which is the living proof that we are still undefeated. Though we may be cast down, we're not utterly destroyed. So, ladies and gentlemen, it's time to rise up. It's time to raise up. Don't allow your circumstance, don't allow your condition, regardless of how low you may be, don't let that be the end of your story. Raise up, rise up, be strong, take on courage, and persevere to win. And what comes to mind is there was the... um, uh, fable about the tortoise and the hare. And although the hare was swift and the tortoise, tortoise was slow, because the tortoise continued to persevere, it was the tortoise that won the race. So keep in mind, even though your opponent may be swift and it seems like their strides are far more rapid than yours, it's, the race is not given to the swift, nor is the battle to the strong, but to the one that endures to the end. That's the one that wins. So persevere to win, ladies and gentlemen. Never say die. Don't quit. Don't quit. We're going to go to, it looks like we have New York still awaiting. We have um, Northern, uh, Middle Tennessee, and then we have our other co-host, Queen Zipporah Thelman. Um, I'm acknowledging her. She's guest number five in the chat room. So those in the chat room, you can have communication with Queen Zipporah at this time. If you have any questions for her, Um, in the chat room, please type them up. And, of course, we're referring to publishing because she facilitates the free publishing tips. Um, But first I want to say to Asa Khalif, there's some feedback that I want to share with you. Uh, Mama Oladeji, she's in our chat room, and she wants you to know that you are on point. And she's referring to all of what you have said, everything discussed, every statement made. And she is very approving of all of your delivery on the panel tonight. And she just wanted you to be aware of that. Appreciate that, sister. Thank you very much. Thank you. I um before you go to the caller, friend, yes. mm-hmm. I wanted to um I wanted to commend um nine remarkable young people um who um Myself, I make up the Philly 10. We were uh, arrested a few mm. weeks ago at Longcrest in Northeast in the Philadelphia area. Uh, and we had our trial or our preliminary hearing, and we pled not guilty, mm-hmm. all of us, and we we're going to take it to trial. And um, with our evidence and uh, show that we were nonviolent, yeah, uh, we all we're all facing disorderly conduct. Okay, no, not assault charges. I wanted to mm-hmm. make that clear. Right. And but we, I stand with those young people, um, 
from the ages of 34 to 21. And I'm very proud to be a part of the Philly Pen who was arrested. I stand with the coalition. I love you, brothers and sisters. I know you're listening. And uh, thank you for Mm -hmm. your encouragement. And thank you for reminding me why I still do this. So God bless you. And I'll see you on the 23rd. Power to the people, to the Philly 10. Yes, power, 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 power to the Philly 10. And we're speaking in advance, even as far as the trial and everything going to trial, that there will be a just outcome. That's what we want to see, a just That's outcome. Right. And we're God glad. God is still in control. Yes, he is indeed. still in control. And, I, and I, all my faith and trust is in him. And he is, as the old song goes, he hasn't brought me this far to leave me. So, yes, um, we are definitely praying, definitely praying for the silly team. I yes, appreciate that. Thank you. And I know God is going to work it out, as he has always done, when we have to come up against the law. And um, so I, yes. I certainly have been in this position before, mm-hmm. and God has always worked a miracle. But whatever his will is, his will be done. Yes, indeed. And I just want to say to our listening audience, to some that may be very young that aren't aware of this form of uh, demonstration, whenever um, there is a rally or whenever there's a protest and people involved demonstrate um, and they perform what is referred to as civil disobedience, um, that is... Uh, what they're being charged with, um, and it's not disorderly conduct when you know your rights and yeah. you are standing up for what is right, then you are demonstrating you are exercising your rights, and mm-hmm. you have the right of freedom of speech, you have the right of freedom of expression, so um we do we will be praying. And we will be doing our part as well to support um, what is just, and that is that there be a just trial and that the outcome be a just one. Civil disobedience oh. is not a crime, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, Queen well Fran. Well said, Yes, first Queen's of poor hope for one moment because Mother Wit is on the line, and I do want her to have a chance to speak with Asa, and then we will come back to you. All right. Welcome, Mother Wit. Yes, hello. Okay, hello. The mic is in your hand, and welcome to the call. Asa, I'm yes, telling ma'am. you, you are just um, a child after my own heart. I thank, thank you, you so much for, you know, your sincerity and your perseverance. It's, uh, it, it shows in your character, the way you speak and everything. I mean, I can feel it. I, I know when someone is is inundated with a lot of outside, um, you know, and I know when a person is also coming from the spirit of them, mm-hmm. of their own conviction, mm-hmm. and it's a whole That's lot right. of difference in uh, you and a lot of people that I hear. But um, yeah. I have a few things I just want to kind of like run by you to see how you felt about it. Like okay. today, uh, for instance, you know, the president's wife, um, Michelle, and um, another young lady by the name of... Uh, Beverly Brown, they have a organization that they've been trying to um, promote called Black Girls Rock, right? Mm-hmm. Yes. And it's 
positive image that they're trying to um, bring to the world about black young black women. Mm-hmm. And so uh, these Caucasian people decided that these people don't have a right to speak only of themselves being great and themselves being beautiful and themselves being, you know, worthy. So they decided to make um, a hashtag called White Girls Rock. <laughs> okay. And so Beverly, uh, she was trying to respond to it because they were saying actually that the the Black Girls Rock organization was, was um, reverse racism. <laughs> oh, right. You know, and... Um, I just noticed that every time we try to do anything positive, mm-hmm. um, religion or um, white people or even black people that never really understand, they always feel it's their place to challenge it. And it's mm-hmm. always people to feel that they have to defend the feelings of the white people whenever we try to defend ourselves or bring ourselves up to a standard that we have to include them in it. If we don't, mm-hmm. then we are, um, like, you know, being... Um, charged with being in reverse racism because we speak mm-hmm. up for our own. So what I wanted wow. to do is just read a little something that she wrote to kind of counteract that, and I think it speaks to what I actually feel and some of the things that you were saying. And um, what she actually said was that, um, of course, white girls rock. She said, white mm-hmm. women's beauty and talent and diversity and worldly contributions are already affirmed everywhere on billboards, television, and in magazines. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. However, the breadth and depth of the beauty, intellect, work, and legacy of the black woman is often marginalized. Mm-hmm. She said, the culture, intellectual, and social contributions made by women across the African diaspora are part of human history and should be valuable to all people. The participants in the White Girls Rock hashtag who herald accusations of reverse racism fail to acknowledge the history of racism in media, including and perpetual absence of the diverse stories of representation of black women. They also fail to recognize that this absence impacts the way women and girls of color around the world see and value themselves. He said, as a humanist, I believe that we all rock. <laughs> but my <laughs> issue is that the commentary that followed white girls rock hashtag was not even about affirming dynamic white women. Instead, it was about critiquing and even punishing black women for having the nerve, the audacity, and the unmitigated gall to love and affirm ourselves. Ourselves. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to read any more, but you can find it. Um, uh, under um, the article uh, White Girls Rock Called Out by Black Girl Founder Beverly um, um, Beverly Bond and so I just wanted to know you know, how you felt about that and do you run into that that every time you try to defend our people or do something to aid our people that um, these un- un-understanding people who you know um, No, no I'm I understand, and um, thank you for sharing that, sister. Um, well, first, I don't know why they need a hashtag white girls rock because <laughs> you see white girls rock all day long in your magazines and white girls rock in your videos and white right. girls rock on your television. <laughs> so, I mean, your superheroes is white girls rock, mm-hmm. you know? And so, it's, you know, 
it's no need for them to do the hashtag because right. every image that they feed is to uplift the white woman and uh, and make her feel that she rocks. So I don't know why they need a hashtag. Because they but don't our, understand our plight, but, period. But and it, they, exactly. Well, that's what I'm saying. It doesn't, they don't need a hashtag. They have the imagery. They have right. the media to, to uplift their rockness. Mm-hmm. My, uh, But, again, any time when we as black people, um, which is only traditional that we encourage one another, uh, and that we pass on the the, um, the wisdom and we pass on the confidence to our our younger generation so they can pass it on to yes. their young generation. So any time that we try to collectively to come together to encourage and secure the future, which is our young people, mm-hmm. you have that spirit, and it's always been there to kill, steal, oh, yes. and destroy. And so that's what the spirit is that they're using, exactly. So it doesn't have to come in the form of a pitchfork and and the horns. Mm. That spirit of white supremacy is going to always be there to destroy us so we can destroy our children and pass Mm -hmm. on that type of thing. So that's no no big news to me, and it shouldn't be big news to us. We've been dealing with that spirit for years. Right. All we need yes. to do is to continually, what the sister said earlier on the uh, panel, that we don't have to apologize right. and mm-hmm. we don't have to dumb down to make white right. supremacists mm-hmm. happy or comfortable. My job is not right. to make you feel comfortable. My job is to make sure yes. that right. my kids, my children, their children, children know the legacy and the culture and respect themselves and respect the culture. My leg, my job is to make sure that my people are uplifted. That's I don't have right. to tear you down because I want to uplift my people. That's right. So and I, I don't, don't have to cater to your court. feelings about me doing it either. I mean, you can, you know, exactly, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't stop what I'm saying. You know, if, the, thing, the, if, thing, the thing of it is, if I may interject, everyone. Yes, please give your name, everyone. This is, this is, this is Nikki, Fertile Spirit. Thank you. It's to divert the attention and the energy mm-hmm. that is going in that direction back to them. And even exactly. now, as we're talking about it, we are doing the exact. We are doing what they want us to do. We are giving that that energy. Mm-hmm. It, it requires none. It deserves none. They're mm-hmm. always going to do that. But that is the. But that is the point. It's to divert the energy so that we are not collectively gaining the force and the strength that and the fortitude that we need to continue to march forward. Mm-hmm. So this show think, is about this show is about us and mm-hmm. about the human rights and all lives matter today. It's not even about them. It's about all yes. of us. And black girls do rock. Yes, we do. And it was an awesome and amazing and incredible show. Of all shapes and of all and sizes all and of all ages, matter. of all disciplines, of all artistic and I, and abilities I, and strengths. We rock. I'm so, we I'm rock. so happy. And I'm we so rule. Happy. Yes, we do. I'm so happy what came out of that. Um, that Thanks, special. Queen Nikki. Thank you. Thank you. I. I'm so happy what came out of that special of black um, girls rock. And I commend the first lady for taking um, a front row stand in that also, since she's raising Mm -hmm. two beautiful uh, black girls as well. But what it shows is that we have a responsibility to show our young people 
especially our black girls, that they do matter and that they are loved, and we can affirm that in in how we treat them and how we celebrate. It's not a sin and it's nothing evil and it's nothing divisive to celebrate our black girls. They need to be celebrated. They need to know that they're beautiful. They need to know whatever shape, size, color, religion, mm-hmm. that they are beautiful and they matter. And I'm glad, even though they, you know, as they tried with the diversion and the hashtags and stuff, it did not kill the message. The message mm-hmm. is still clear and it's affirming black girls. Yes, yes. And yes, that's the yes. message, not to get off key. At Glory, the the hallelujah. Day, at I the end of the day, well, thank you. I wanted to hear of, how you felt no, about that. No, because that's I, because, I, at, because yeah. at the end of the day, all the black girls who were inspired by that um, that special can go to sleep at night knowing that they rock, and that spirit mm-hmm. can seek into their spirit, into their subconscious, and it can carry them on to the next day, to the next day, to the next yeah. day. That's Nothing beautiful. wrong with affirming our our young people and and, and letting and, them and know the that they're wrong. And the reason I brought that up, Asa, is because I know mm-hmm. that you run into that same problem when you're out yes. there. And um, I was just wanted to tell you that you're the first person I heard that spoke mm-hmm. up, said what you had to say, and didn't feel it necessary to include uh, anybody else in that um, you know, in that um, promotion of self. So that was beautiful. I, I really enjoyed the program, and thanks to everybody. I just wanted to bring that to the point where they had totally you. disrespected uh, Michelle and uh, Beverly with that mm-hmm. craziness, you know. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, Mama, Mama, oh, I do want to say to you, and this is Fran, the sage poet and host uh, to all the listeners out there that are listening in. Um, I do want Mama O to know that I'm very appreciative that she did share that because I had not yet. Um, learned about that incident. And I do try to stay on top of what is current, you know, whether it be uh, current events in world news or what's happening right now, and especially when it um, is directed to our youth in our community. I like to stay abreast of what's happening, what's being said, and and, and, uh, what's being published because we need to be conscious. We need to be conscious of what's being directed and targeted at us, whether it's pro or whether it's con. And even though um, we know even, uh, reverse discrimination, even as far mm-hmm. as um, civil rights and um, affirmative action goes, we've always heard the reports where the um, majority class now are feeling that um, they need affirmative action. Um, because now they are saying that the affirmative action that colored people are receiving is reverse discrimination towards them. So, see, I mean, this is an ongoing, it's going to be an ongoing um, uh, uh, conflict here, and we've got to be prepared for it. And, yes, it is an argument. It's a debate that will continue, and I'll be the first to say it. Okay. Let me well, mute that. Let me Call just clo- close out my with well, no, my statement. I just wanted to say that Asa, um, I just yes. want to hear your take on it. And the first lady and Beverly, you know, have all spoken up on it, uh, and they did it very eloquently. And you did too. And uh, I just wanted to thank Fran for having you. Um, I really uh, am enjoying knowing that someone like you is there um, 
guiding the, the youth. And thanks, everybody. Thank I'm going to so I'm going to listen yeah. online. Yes, thank thanks so much, so much Mama O. Oh, thanks again You're welcome. for your words. And we will. Uh, one moment, please. This is Fran the Sage, poet and the host speaking. Everyone, please give each other a chance to finish a statement, and I will introduce you to speak at this time, but I do need to make a statement right now. Um, what we're doing, because we do have callers that are in the call queue and waiting to speak, um, we will come back to those who have left, um, those who do have poetry that would like to read them. Um, Queen Zipporah is on the line. Queen Zipporah, welcome to the panel of the Exceptional Scribble Show. Hi, Queen Fran, and thanks for your welcome and to everyone and hello to everyone uh, listening to Exceptional Scribble from Radio Land. This is Queen Zipporah Salmon, and I yes. am the mm-hmm. co-hostess. And I tell you know publishing tips from ten to eleven. So, how is everyone doing tonight? Hello, everyone. I'm having a, I'm having a wonderful time. I always have a great time on the um, on Fran's show and and just listening to the sisters and 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 the elders. I'm I'm good right now. I'm in a good space. And that's good, Asa. Welcome, Queen Zipporah. This is Queen Final Spirit. Hey, Queen Nikki. How are you? I'm wonderful. Thank you. That's good. Same here. And Queen Zipporah, yeah. I do want to be um, rather frank with you because I know that normally at 10 o'clock we like to be on time. We like to be prompt when we start the publishing tips hour. But um, yeah. because of the um, – Asa did have a delay, so we started the interview later. So we're mm-hmm. going to have to um, uh, give a little more time to the discussion. This is uh, the open forum discussion hour that's still in process or progress right now. So we're not yet ready to jump into publishing uh, for the topic just yet. So if you could just bear with us as we're working through this, we would appreciate that. All right. And I would like to comment on uh, civil disobedience for the ACS Yes, please do. All right. And uh, I'm also a history minor, so I'm going to speak to history. Uh, the term civil disobedience was from Mahatma Gandhi, which he used to liberate India from England. And it is also what Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. had learned to do for the same thing for North America. Yes, indeed. And thank you so very much for sharing yeah. that historic uh, information about the origin and how Civil disobedience was founded. Thank you. You're welcome. And uh, Martin, and also Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. met Mahatma Gandhi because both men had experienced you know, prejudice in you know their country. Mhm. Mhm. And can you give a little descriptive description in detail to what civil disobedience looks like? Because there may be someone listening in that is not certain about what it looks like. All right. Well, I'll give an example of what I read, what Mahatma Gandhi has said mm-hmm. about civil disobedience. He said, if someone hits you, you know, don't hit them back. And the thing is that, um, in other words, the way he was explaining it was to, you know, like, don't do eye for eye and tooth, tooth for tooth. 
So, for example, if the people were sent off to prison, you know, they went, you know, without fighting. And also, for example, with Dr. Martin Luther King Jr., when he heard that there was a warrant out for his arrest, he just, you know, voluntarily turned himself in. Mm-hmm. And when his followers heard, you know, about him being in prison, they went to the jail to figure it out, to find out what they could do to help. The jailer was so scared of the mob that he personally escorted Dr. King Jr. himself. Mm. Interesting. Very interesting. And thank you so much for sharing that information. You're welcome. Thank you. So for our listening audience, we're hoping that you did take notes. Much information is being relayed, has been given, and will continue to be given on the panel of tonight's show. We have people who are well-versed in uh, activism and just those who have studied it. Um, as for the history and origin of civil disobedience. So if you have questions, feel free to call us for those listening in via the Internet. Our call-in number is 724-444-7444. I repeat, 724-444-7444. And our call ID number is 133-193. I repeat, one three. Three one nine three. We're going to go to New York City, and then we're going to go to Tennessee. Tennessee, we're coming your way soon. Hold fast. Welcome, New York. Welcome. Hello. Hello. Good morning. Good evening, all over the world. Y'all know how it goes. Scott Young from Pull Your Pants Up, and uh, Asa. I got to catch up with you here in the city, bro. You got me over here in tears, man. You got me feeling good, man. Like the brother said a little <laughs> while ago, sometimes I think I'm the only one, man. You know? No, you're not the only one, brother. Not the only one. I know you're not. I've been following you real close, bro. You know, but it's a lot of things you do that I can't do because of my past, you know? And y'all right, need right. me on the street. You know what I'm saying? Um, right. Fertile spirit, you know, I miss your call today. I miss you. I'm going to catch up with you. Queen Zipporah. I yeah, hear you. I <laughs> How you doing tonight? And friends, you already know what it is. You know, I yes, love y'all yes. to death. I brought y'all a gift tonight. You know, I brought my cousin Keith, who produced the movie Bad Blood that we we, we put out the first episode last week. And I did that for a reason because Asa is doing his movie and Keith is doing the movie. So, you know, I just wanted him to speak a little bit, you know, and, um, then I'll give y'all the work for the day and get out the way and sit back on the line and support as always. Excellent. Thank you so much. Welcome. And welcome to Keith. Welcome yes, sir. Uh, yes. Uh, hello. Good evening. Good morning. Yes. Good day, period. How, good day. How are y'all? Good day. I go by the, <laughs> <laughs> yes, I go by the name of Keith Daughtry, mm-hmm. the cousin of the man of the master plan, Scott Young. <laughs> Uh, yes, I'm um, definitely, like you said, I'm definitely, uh, doing my movie, uh, Bad Blood, and I'm, uh, now currently writing a script for my next movie called Brooklyn's Best. Um, I'm not gonna, you know, say too much or, you know, talk too much on it, you know, I'm just, uh, basically thanking God for bestowing the energy in me to actually handle my business as far as, you know, working 
and, you know, as far as, like, the movie business is concerned, you know, it's something, you know, independent. You know, it's an independent movie that we are doing, and um, it's something productive, something to do, and, um, you know, it's out on Facebook. We'll be out on YouTube in about, about next month sometime, and, you know, I hope everyone likes it, and I just thank God for, you know, putting that progress in me. Wonderful, wonderful. Well, we want to thank you for sharing with us about the production of the film. And um, we, of course, have a fan page, uh, the Exceptional Scribble Show fan page. Feel free to post the information and detail about the film, and we will publish the good news and spread the word. Yes. Yes, indeed. um, I'm sorry. I'm going to wait for the caller to hang up. Thank you, brother, and make sure you post that so we can support your film as well. Thank you so much. If you okay. um, if any, if you uh, are looking to watch the movie, um, uh, you can go on Facebook. Uh, it's Keith Daughtry. Facebook dot com slash Keith Daughtry. Uh, I shouldn't be hard to find. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, if, uh, if you are looking to uh, friend request me, I'll accept and um. I'll tag you in the movie, and hopefully you like it. This will be just the first episode. I'm working on the second episode of Bad Blood. And, again, you know, I'm currently writing to my next movie, Brooklyn's Best. I'll be playing as a police officer uh, along with my cousin. He's going to be playing as my boss in the movie. Uh, (laughs) Brother, brother, I'm sorry. Brother, brother, excuse me. I appreciate that, but I I, I know we got other callers, and it's getting late in the oh, hour. Okay, I got you. And got and you. we are here to promote America Black, so I I won't want anyone to get that um, mixed up. But if you put your information on friends page, we will give you the promotion that you need and support also. Okay, brother. Okay. okay. Yes, I appreciate that. Thank you very much. Also, right. uh, Keith, I will be in touch with you. Okay. Because what I'll do is oh, yeah, I will I'm have to schedule for you to have okay. a time to come on the you show, and then you'll be able to discuss it then, okay? All right. Sure. Thank you so much. All right. Your friend? Um, yes, I'm sorry. Yeah. Uh, wait a minute. Asa? Yeah, I'm sorry. Okay. No, because, um, I wanted to also um, give the um, the date and the time and the location for those who are coming in Philadelphia. Um, Because sometimes I get with the passion and stuff, I totally forget um, because people are tweeting and saying, well, where where is it located? Um, Mm -hmm. First, I I want everyone to know it is a free event, okay? It is a free event, and please come and bring as many people as you want. There will be food there. There will be drinks there. Um, we are taking care of all of that because you are a guest and we want everyone to feel um, like they are family because they are. We are all brothers and sisters in this movement. So we're going to feed you as well, as well as your spiritual man, as well as your um, the physical man. But it will be at the um, April the 11th, this Saturday, excuse me, mm-hmm. at the Rotunda Theater. And, that's and at the Rotunda Theater? Rotunda Theater. Okay, got that's it. That's in uh, University City. Now they call it. <laughs> right. Um, and that is 4014 Walnut Street. That's 4014 Walnut Street, Rotunda Theater, April the 11th, the Saturday from 6 to 9 p.m. 
Okay. And um, the event again, because I um, there was some miscommunication about um, possible payment at the door and all that. Absolutely not. This is a labor of love, and um, we want to share this with the community, and no charge whatsoever. And if you're hungry, please come. You know, we're going to feed. We'll have food and stuff there as well. It's a family get-together, you understand? And under the Black Lives Matter movement, we come together. We're going to sit together. We're going to view the film. We're going to have a discussion. We're going to make those um, connections. Please bring your business cards, um, you know, and get ready. Whatever you have to promote, we'll have a table for that. If you have a film that's coming, please bring flyers so we can promote that as well. If you have a book and it's about to be published, please bring that information so we can um, place it on the uh, information table. Um, You know, yes, this is the premiere of America Black, but there's enough room to promote and share and encourage one another as well. And that's the time to do it. And please bring your information so we can um, share that with the community and come and support as well. And that's Wonderful. what it's all about. That's definitely what it's all about. Excellent, excellent. Well, I have this information in the chat room. I, as you were giving it, I was typing it, and I'm okay. posting it now on the events uh, page for the Exceptional Scribble Show, and this will be Episode 52. Ladies and gentlemen, on Facebook, you can go to the Exceptional Scribble Show, Episode 52, and you will see this information posted there. Please support. Come and support Asa Khalif and the film production team featuring their film screening, the premiere of America KKK uh, Black, which is a film inspired by the Black Lives Matter, on this Saturday, April 11th, at the Rotunda Theater University City, 4014 Walnut Street. The time is from 6 to 9 p.m., and this is a free event. Exactly. Free, free, free. (laughs) So there's no excuse. Please come and, again, and be inspired by the film. I I really believe that the film will speak for itself. I believe in it. Um, I believe Mm -hmm. in the movement. And, you know, and I I want, I really want um, us to have more screenings like this where we can come together and we can network and we can encourage and build one another up because that's what it's all about, friend. We are, we have to come and like I said, I'm, you know, I believe in everything done decent and in order. Mm -hmm. So this is the time and this is the appropriate place where we can come together under the spirit of brotherhood and sisterhood, under the spirit of Black Lives Matter movement, and we can make our connections. So please, again, bring your project, place it on the information table, bring your business cards, network. There will be a time for that as well. And, again, please come out as my guest and um, be inspired by America Black. Yes, indeed. We we most certainly are inspired. Just your testimonial alone has inspired us. Everything that you have shared with us tonight so far uh, during your interview has inspired us. So we are definitely going to come and support you 
And we're going to spread the word. We're going to spread the word. Um, And my question next for you, Asa, is the following. Is there an URL or an online link where this information is posted for those who are on the Internet? Um. I believe we have a Facebook. This is where I need um, Frosty. <laughs> he, oh, okay. Frosty. He has the um, he's um, handling all the media. Um, I see. About it. But I do know there is a. I'm sorry. There is a um, Facebook event page. Oh, okay, um, great. Yeah, if you go to um, just hit America Black A M E R I K K K A Black. Got it. Um, okay. It's right there on Facebook and thanks to um, okay. Brother Frosty, as we call him, a young, good, gifted brother in the movement. Mm-hmm. And he took care of that. He's handling all the promotions for that. He's doing a great job. So This is wonderful news. This is wonderful news. Um, ladies and gentlemen, don't forget you can uh, go to the events page, which is on Facebook. Book America KKK uh, Black Film Philadelphia Premiere Free. If you go on Facebook, you can find the events page and the information is there featured for you. Also, I am sharing it in the chat room as well as on the Exceptional Scribble Show episode 52 uh, events page. You will see it listed there. Oh, this is great. Well, I am definitely going. I appreciate it. I look forward to um, Yes, indeed. Look forward to having you there, friend. And I just also want to say, and I say this all the time, but thank you. We've been friends, best friends for God knows how long. I can't, I can't imagine. <laughs> I really can't imagine a time where friend, Francine have not been in my life, standing by me, encouraging me, being my yes, friend. Indeed. Um, just just a good sister, solid sister, and I love you, and I respect you, and I thank, thank you. you. I love you too. Me, thank you for giving me the opportunity to um, share my passion on your show and to with your co-hosts and to meet them and to bond with them and 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 get their inspiration and words of encouragement too. It is truly a blessing, and I'm so humble, and I thank you so much, my sister. Oh, thank thank you, Asa. This I mean, this was a much long awaited uh show. Everyone was eager for tonight, so it was well worth the wait. Even with the delays, everything happens for a reason. Absolutely. So, um and and this has just been great. We have a caller from Tennessee. I'm gonna welcome them so they'll have a chance to talk with you as well. Oh, sure, caller sure. from Tennessee, welcome. Uh, greetings, kings of queens and kings and queens. This is M. Dr. Poet from Nashville, Tennessee. Yes, yes. Greetings and welcome. Um, first to say, do you have anything that you would like to direct to our feature artist in the spotlight tonight, Mr. Asa Khalif? And if so, um, feel free to direct any questions or even just remarks uh, to him at this time. Absolutely. Great greetings, Kings. Uh, man, I, I came in. I've been online for maybe about the last forty-five minutes, and automatic, automatically, I'm, I'm interested in more of your work. Um, as a poet, poet myself, I'm honored, blessed, and excited to hear that we still exist with with our voices 
and that mm. someone is still out there doing something with it. Um, as a, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm still fairly new to the game, um, but I, 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 it's, it's poets like you that give me inspiration to keep my voice going. And so, thank you. I'm honored to to even be, be given a chance to, to call in and listen to you tonight. And I, I hope you enjoy my art as well. Wonderful. Now, um, caller, please restate your name, also the genre of the art that you are a producer of or that you write. And then if you have a poem, feel free to deliver your poetic expression. The mic is now in your hand. Absolutely. My my name is M. Dr. Poet. Uh, I'm a poet and I speak on life. Um, right now I, I just released my third book called Poets Speak, and in it I, I, I push, push people to find their own voices. Um, and I want to share a poem. Um, I think that at every at the, at the verge of every movement, at the front of every movement, there's, we've, it's always been the poets that stood there um, and not only kept the fight going, but gave it a voice to keep the fight going. Mm. Um, and yeah. so I think at, at this time in history, it's our time to, it's our time to get back up and speak. Um, we all know the Maya Angelou's. We all know the Amir Baraka's. Mm-hmm. Now it's our time to make our own history. Um, and so with that being said, this is, uh, this is I Am Demi. I am a man, a black man, human, a god. See, my fathers have been here before. I'm a king. Sit here to serve our praise to thy queen, her face. It can be seen smeared with dirt. If you fall, it will hurt. She provides space, which allows for me to stand tall. So stand tall. I must. Go ahead and touch me and see. I'm real. Emotions I tend to feel. Therefore, not all decisions I made to be perfect. You guessed it. I am a man, a black man, leader of a nation that bleeds strong. Our history is rich and runs long. Yet at birth, we were born wrong. That's what they say. Barely good enough to be the clay, let alone the hand. I am a man, a black man, human with flesh. Talk to protest anything negative that flows in or said out loud. Please don't let these clouds be a distraction. They serve as mental satisfaction of it's all good. I can be hood if ever I want to. Half blind but ears I got to with a mind in between that flows through my pen. Again, I am a man, a black mm-hmm. man, human. A God. See, my fathers have been here before. I'm a king. No need for material things. I'm blessed because I know. My stars are here to show that I am a man, a black man, mm. human, a God. But the scrolls, they call me Demi. Don't you see this white hat? Use your imagination. I'm wearing a 10,000-pound white hat. These are not words. If only you heard the world which I see. Poetry is who I am. I am poet, defender of galaxies. Protector of all those which are true. I got homies too, locked, loaded, ready for war, hardcore poets as we be. Standing for mm. love, soul, and dignity in a tired community full of poets, and I am one. Respect me for who I am. I've been speaking throughout history, the voice that yell conspiracy. There's no mystery why I rhyme and rhythm. I created the structure of writing songs. Been on earth long before there was man held hands with God, and goddesses with crowns made of gold. Despite of what you've been told, I am poet, and I'm wearing a white hat. 
made from back to wood with threads of fiber still straying in its veins. I'm here for change. Respect me for who I am. I am Maya Langston. Gwendolyn Brooks with a mirror rocker across my chest. This isn't a test. Feel free to Google me if you may. I say this hat. It fits me quite well. Open your mouth and yell, I am. Mm-hmm. Make them respect you for who you are. You are gladiators. But some prefer the title of the poet, and I'm wearing a white hat. I'm saving America. Respect me for who I am. In peace. Awesome delivery. Oh, thank you. Awesome. Well written. Well written. And the intensity in your delivery was well received and well understood on my part. I loved every line, especially there was this one line where you you consistently stated, I am. And what I know about that phrase alone is that is a statement for those who are the enlightened ones. Anyone that is insecure, anyone that is not certain or not sure of themselves or why they're here or why they were born, they can't say that. They can't say I am, and they can't say it with conviction. So I applaud you on being able to state that with conviction and power. That was awesome. I applaud you on that piece. I definitely want to hear it again. Um, I'm going to give you the opportunity to uh, recite it once more before the show is over, if you can tarry with us, because we have some other callers to go to. But um, uh, And this is my poet, or my M. D. Dot poet. M.thepoet. M. M. Dot, M. The poet. M. Okay, gotcha. I believe we're connected already, right? Yes, ma'am. Say, okay. This is my first time hearing you recite poetry live. So so I'm very, very excited. This won't be my last time, of course. And it was truly compelling, and I enjoyed every word. Thank you so much for sharing that. Very, with you. Thank you for having me. Very powerful, brother. Very powerful. Mm-hmm. Thank you, brother. Thank you. Okay. We have uh, Dr. Sharonda. We're going to now at this time we're going to do, um, and uh, I do want to say, Queen Zipporah. I'm here. Do you have a poem? that you can read tonight? Uh, let me see if I do it. Doesn't I'll check. And I'm not coming to you right now to do it. I'm just going to say to you, if you have one, then have it on hold because I will come to you because I want all of us to read, a, to read a poem tonight before we wrap up tonight's show. Um, Asa, first and yes. foremost, before we continue on, um, in closing, I would love yeah. for you to just share all of your social media contacts at this time because we're going to have to wrap up the interview with you, and then uh-huh. we're going to finish out with the um, celebration of National Poetry Month. But wow. we want you to know firsthand, um, I appreciate you on every level. I appreciate you as a friend. I appreciate you, you as a um freedom fighter, a um, um, colleague, a mentor. Um, You're so many things. You wear so many hats. And I am also well affiliated with you as being a published 
writer. I believe you have a book in yes. in the works. Yes, um, I do have a book in the works. Um, I'm going to, because I know it's getting late in the hour, so I'll just give all the information. Um, and thank you. Media, yeah, media, um, so you can um, Facebook. And, uh, okay, first, Facebook, you can um, please uh, follow me there, uh, Asa Khalif, A-S-A, K-H-A-L-I-F, as in Frank, um, my Facebook page. Uh, of course, we have a Racial Unity USA Facebook page. Um, also, our official website, um, www.racialunityusa.org. And, of course, Instagram, um, simply Asa Khalif. And those are pretty much the uh, ways you can reach me. Of course, um, if you need to speak to me on a personal level, about future projects, or if you're having issues hmm. um, in terms of discrimination, feel free to uh, inbox me through Facebook, or you can uh, email me at asakhalif at gmail.com. And we do respond to each and every one, and, um, or at least refer you to a place where you can, can uh, get the help that you need. Um, and again, you know, please come out this Saturday and support America Black. It will be available online um, two days after the premiere, but just be in the building and, and, and have that spirit of bonding um, to uh, eliminate the bondage from um, the system. And I think um, coming together in, in that spirit of unity will do um, your heart and your mind and your spirit very well. And again, I thank you. I thank the um, listening audience and for all your positive energy. I'm feeling it. I want to thank your um, your co-host as well, and thank you again for um, for your patience. I know we got to a, off to a late start, and I'm usually very prompt, but um, it happened in divine order, and I'm glad yeah. that um, that the spirit of God took place and gave the encouragement that we all need. So thank you again, Fran. I love yes, you, indeed. and I'll see you on Saturday. Yeah, I love you, too, and thank you. Thanks so very much. Thank you so much. You were thank definitely you honorary in every sense of the word honorary as a uh, special guest in the spotlight on the panel of the Exceptional School Show. And we want you to know the door is always open for you to return, and we will definitely be talking off the air in yeah. regards to that, scheduling you for a return date. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. And thanks to the sisters also, um, the co-host. Thank you for mm-hmm. your energy and your words of wisdom. It did not fall on deaf ears. Thank you so much. Oh, wonderful, wonderful. Queen Nikki, is there anything you'd like to say to Asa before he leaves? Yes, tonight? indeed. Yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. Asa, um, I want to also encourage you and, and, and motivate you to continue to do what you're doing. You do it with such courage and you do it with such grace and mm-hmm. a lot of strength. Um, and you don't, really, you don't really see a lot of that. So you're very level-headed and very grounded in the movement. And I want to also thank you because you play a, a very, very, very active role 
whereas people like myself do more of the supporting and adverse to being very active with so much going on. So I thank you because you are a very great representation. And I'd like you to just continue to keep us abreast about what's going on so that we can keep you in prayers and keep you in support and keep you and everyone that is involved directly before the Father. I certainly will. I certainly yeah. will. And I thank you. Thank you again for those You're wonderful welcome. words. Of and we have Queen, Queen Zipporah. Is there anything you'd like to say to Asa before he leaves us tonight? Yes, Asa, you know, the work that you're doing, you keep it natural. And what I mean is that you expose it for what it really is, you know, no fakes, so that people can connect to it and they'll understand and they can see for themselves the message that you are telling. Yes, ma'am. Yes. Absolutely. And I will take that, and that will stay with me. So I appreciate it. Thank you very much for that. And, Asa, before you go, I have a confession to make. Mm-hmm. Asa, I don't know. You yeah. probably already know this. I still have the biggest crush on you, Asa. <laughs> My husband... Laugh every time I say your name. He says, Fran, stop it. Like, I'll start blushing. The biggest smile comes on my face. I just had to say that to you, <laughs> This is what, 25, 26 years? Yes, I'm, I'm ridiculous, okay? I'm, yes. I'm not going to say anything because I, I don't want to get us, <laughs> neither one of us in trouble tonight. So uh, I will say. <laughs> I love you too, my sister. Thank you. Oh, thank you so much. I just had to say that because Mama L, she's my my mama, okay? She's my other no. mama, and she's listening, and I just have to confess. She makes me confess. Every time she's with me, I just feel the need. I have to confess of something that that is real in my life. So that was for you, Mama O. Well, Mama O, I have somebody in my life listening, so I'm not going to confess too much tonight, okay? <laughs> And to the special someone in your life, of course, no, they, um, they, that they no. know. It's just, you know, it's, it's know. just all, they, it's, it's school girl crush stuff. Yeah. They know. I have, well, I still have, I have your picture. <laughs> I, have, I have your picture in my living room. <laughs> I do. I have it. I still have the picture. I mean, it goes everywhere. Oh so everyone God. knows. Everyone knows who Fran is, and they know how important, and I love her. She's my sister. Right. And, and, and she's my friend, and, you know, I'm, I'm not taking the picture down, so they just have to deal it's with it. It's funny because so. we're the same. Like, we still have the pictures. This is too much. Yeah, okay. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> it was given to me um, in love. I'm certainly not going to, that's uh, right. to disregard it. That's no, no. Mm-mm. That's right. That that's, picture, that's the that way it is. Affirms. It affirms our friendship, and that keeps it right there. So thank you. That's great. Well, you Um, are a precious soul in general, Asa, and to to the special someone in your life, truly they are blessed to have you in their life as their special someone. That is so precious. And I wish you all the best. I really do. I wish you all the best. And um, I'm looking forward to celebrating with your production team on Saturday. Oh, you're gonna you're gonna, yes, you're gonna have a great time. I think you really you're gonna enjoy yourself. So, Wonderful. All right. Thank well, you. I appreciate it. Sorry Peace for taking up your time. Peace and blessings, my sister. Thank you. <laughs> I just had Bye-bye. to make you laugh before you laugh, so I can. <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> Imagine that that smile, his cheeks turning up, those high raised cheeks, bones. And, yes. I'm, I'm He's one fine brother, ladies. I got to admit it. Tall, dark, and handsome. Don't listen to friends. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm hanging up. Okay. <laughs> bye bye. <laughs> bye bye. Okay. <laughs> Wait a minute. Is that Queen Zipporah or Queen Nikki or yeah. both of you? Yes, me. It's Queen <laughs> You know I ain't got no sense. You know I got to keep it real. Yes, and uh, just keep it real and safe for us. Because right? Yes. People, exactly. People, you I'll tell you this. Frank <laughs> 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 said, it's just a schoolgirl. It's just a schoolgirl <laughs> And I immediately thought, if I was here significant other, I would tell you about that schoolgirl <laughs> Yes, I, I, you know, I'm going to have Me to prepare. Right, yeah. I got to prepare for the fallout. Uh oh. Well, no, story of my yeah. life. Yeah, mm-hmm. <laughs> the story of my life. Yes, because people are very possessive. Mm-hmm. And uh, what I mean on the safe side, we don't want anybody to mess up except no squirrel. Right. <laughs> okay. Well, you know what? I have to admit, if I do get in trouble for this, there's always a way out, and I'm a praying sister. So I'm sure the divine will show me what I need to do. <laughs> so it's all good, right? <laughs> oh, yes, indeed. Well, we definitely have to go to, um, we're going to go to Dr. Sharonda, but we're going to go to New York first so that we can get our word for the day from Brother Scott Young, King and Warrior. Yes, he's ready. All right, Brother Scott Young. Man, man, man. I don't really know what to say. <laughs> so I'm telling y'all that. now, this is going to be a hot word for the day. Oh, oh no. <laughs> oh, goodness. No, well, I should have warmed my fire extinguisher. <clears throat> y'all ready? Y'all better get ready. Y'all be- this one going across the world right now. Okay. Well, Asa, you're doing a movie, you write books, and you're a top-notch man. Now I found out that you got a crush from Fran. (laughs) Now, that's kind of rough, but that's tough. But you got something going on, brother, and that's the right stuff. All I can say is that you came on and did everything the right way. And just for relief, I brought in my cousin Keith. And just for the real McCoy, he's doing something for every man, woman, child, and boy. Queens of Paulie is sitting in the back. They didn't let you do your section tonight, but that's all right. Because we know the next time you come, it's going to be that much fun. Now, Nikki Fertile Spirit, you know you ain't get away. Back there laughing and giggling all night and day. But you know one thing that I can always say? I love you because you're straightforward and you're a queen every day. Mm. See, we heard Brother Boston when he came in here and gave it the truth. When the other brother came in talking about smashing, 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 and just wouldn't let it loose. And then you had the other brother came in and he had no shame. 
He said all he could say over and over, like Fran said, King said every day, I am, I am, I am. Mm-hmm. So this is what goes on when we come in this forum. Mother, oh, I ain't forget you, no. You started this between Fran and Asa, so you know I'm going to put you out there on this show. <laughs> so we ain't going to do it, Dr. Sharonda. You know you're in the back. I beat you today, Fran. Let me get in front of you so you know I'm going to act like a fool on the school, and I know the golden rule. So this is what I'm going to say for the word for the day. I love y'all. This was great. And anytime y'all need me, you know I'm going to be awake. Because right now the leaders and kings and queens are coming together for what we have to do. So soldiers, all I can tell you is tie your boots up and let's go to work too. Mm. So that's what I say right now. As I tip my cup, that's the word for the day from Scott Young and pull your pants up. And that's what I got to say. Thank you. Thank you, Scott. (laughs) Yes, yes. Queen Nikki, what would you like to say in response to the word for the day? I have none. (laughs) What? (laughs) Oh, wow. That's a rarity. Yes, I mean, he, exactly. He just threw in literally everything and everybody. He didn't even, he wasn't even, this is from the beginning, and still threw in everything and everybody. I don't know how he does it. Thank you, Scott. <laughs> You're welcome, darling. Y'all know y'all welcome. Yes, and I have to admit, okay, Fran got busted tonight, and the word for the day proved it. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> But I love it. You covered everything. You left no stone unturned. You covered everything that was discussed. Thank you for that word for the day. Loved it. Y'all mighty welcome anytime, anytime. Queen Zephora, what would you like to say in response to Scott's word for the day? Well, I would like to say that his word had brought out and exposed the teenagers and us again when we talk <laughs> <talking> about <laughs> Right? Yes, indeed. Yes, we still have an adolescent inside of us screaming and kicking, <laughs> wanting to come out every now and then. So very true. That's that power source and keep us going. And Brother Scott, Mama O said, go Scott Young. <laughs> she in the chat room, she enjoying, she's, she's in the chat room just listening to us. Well, thank you, Mama O. Y'all know I love y'all. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, anytime y'all need me, y'all know y'all can call me. Well, Brother Scott, and you got to share with our listening audience how they can tune in to your program, which mm-hmm. airs weekly on Wednesday nights, which is entitled Pull Your Pants Up. Okay. My show comes on 6 to 7. And uh, for those of y'all that don't know, that uh, I got me a new co-host, and her name is Maya, and um, she's she's the other, she's the other fertile spirit. She's the other half of Nikki. They hardworking <laughs> ladies. I don't know how they I feel about smoking. that. Well, you supposed to feel you supposed to feel good about that if it came out my mouth, and I'm comparing somebody. Trouble in paradise. Uh-oh. Yeah. Okay. You know, okay. when I say that, I'm. Saying, <laughs> 
<laughs> what I mean by that, don't start no trouble, Nikki. I'm going to call you when this over with. We'll we, we deal with that. We ain't going to do what Fran and Asa did. We'll we, we, we take care of this. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. My <laughs> All right, don't be a fly on the wall now. Chill out. <laughs> oh my! But um, and um, yeah, the number to call in, you can call in at um three zero five eight four eight 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 eight. That's three zero five eight four eight 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 eight, and it's going to ask for access code, which is nine zero six. Seven zero one nine eight six zero pound sign. That's nine zero six seven zero one nine eight six zero pound sign, and you can come on www dot t as in Tom, a as in Apple, n as in Nancy, d as in David, l as in Larry, radio dot com. That's t and l radio dot com. That stands for Truth and Love. And six six p.m. sharp to seven. And um, anybody's welcome, you know. And um, we do the same thing here. We 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 give it to you live and, and unscripted. And uh, thank y'all for that so much. Wonderful, wonderful. We will definitely be supporting you tomorrow evening, Brother Scott Young King, warrior, friend, community leader. Uh, you do so much. You're a mentor of our young males out on the streets. And you do a lot of hands-on projects yeah. and activities working directly with the youth. Can you share a little detail about what you're doing working with the New York Police Department and working with the youth that are at risk youth in the community? Yes. Um, the captain of the police and me have a direct line, but he calls me when the the supposedly worst of the worst, the ones mm-hmm. that want to beat people up and carry guns and you know all of that, and they they have but no other chances left. Ain't no one more chance. This is it, you know. And, and it's Peter Totten, and um, I go in there and I you know give it to him real. I just ask God to give me the words, you know, to make these children know that their lives are worth more than what they think is worth. And mm-hmm. I just open myself up to Him, and He gives me the words, you know, to really touch these people and. People don't realize that I go in with the police department and they don't understand that's what community gap is. I'm trying, I'm not trying, I'm bridging the gap between the community and the police, the police and the elderly, the elderly and the youth, everybody, because there's a gap going on. And the process that I'm telling you is not only for the youth because the police learn also. Because these are new rookies, some of them are rookies, some of them might have been on the job three, four years. And see, we have to exercise that piece of racism, like Mama Odin said and Ace of them said, that there's such a stigma. It's not even the person, because like when the children, they was the last group of children I had was the worst I ever had. They didn't mm. like the police. They was cussing them in their face, telling them they hated them, everything. Mm. And when you came to it and asked them why, they never had an encounter. It was one of their friends or something else happened with their friends, but they didn't know the whole okay. story. So when I broke it down to him and told him, I said, you have to understand when Bruce Wayne, um, Clark Kent, and um, Doc Bruce Banner are talking, nobody pays attention to him. But when they turn into Hulk, <laughs> Superman, and Batman, then people want to pay attention. 
I said, that's mm-hmm. the same thing with that suit. If them people when they came in here in their uniform, you wouldn't have never know there was police unless they showed you a gun or a bag. So there's somebody's mother. They got a dog at home. They might got goldfish or whatever else. It's the suit that you disrespecting. You understand? Mm-hmm. Because it's mm-hmm. that way. That's the right. You can say that suit. again. So mm. the, the, the stigma <clears throat> is the suit because the suit doesn't represent freedom or, or the American way. Well, it does represent the American way, but it don't represent freedom. Mm-hmm. You understand? So once that's brought to the fore and they understand what the problem is, like I told the police, and I'm going to end on this, we know you're going to run into a burning building and save people. We know if somebody choking, you're going to come give CPR, give the helmet. I said, we know when the bullets is flying, you running towards them instead of away from them. I said, but it's the little things you got to do. A smile, a good morning, a mm-hmm. thank you to the community, the people that you're <laughs> supposed to be serving. You understand? Because when they're afraid of you, you ain't got nothing coming. And once I broke that down to them, you know, everything changed, you know. And I thank God for putting me in this position because I can't even – I couldn't even imagine nothing like this in all my life. And it's a strong position, and I guarantee that I'm making a change and going to keep making a change, and I'm going to better the situation. As long as people like Asa, Mama O, and the brother um, from California do their thing, everybody do their part, we're going to get this together. But, Mr. Boston, I ain't forget about you. I know you blowing it up. So, you know, everybody do their part. We're going to get this together. You queens doing your part, we, we got this. Believe me, we got this, you know. And, you know, I'm just proud of y'all, and I thank y'all so much, you know. Yes, thank you. Okay, Queen Zipporah, uh, the mic is in your hand. Thank you, Queen Zipporah. I wanted to say, you know, just to Scott about, you know, the cops and, you know, the representation is because the uniform, you know that symbolizes, you know the, you know the bad symbolizes the badness. Right. Mm-hmm. So you have that symbolism, yeah. that heavy symbolism. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah when yeah. you mentioned about yes, and when you compare the superhero of you know Batman, you know Bruce Wayne, he's just known as you know a millionaire, and mm-hmm. that's why people don't pay attention to him because they already know who he is. They know who he is, but they'll pay attention to his alter ego, Batman, because they don't know who's in that suit. <laughs> right. <laughs> that, I, yeah. I love the way you put exactly. that, Queens of Four. That's real. That's right. real. And that was the point I wanted to make, you know. Yes. She yeah. backed you up well, didn't she, King Scott? Yep. All right, yeah. Queens of Four. We love yeah. that. Thank Excellent. You. Yep. Bruce, yep, Bruce Wayne. You know, yo, he's a millionaire. Batman on the suit. Who is he? Who is? He? <laughs> yeah. That's right. So I guess we need to walk around with the suit on sometime, <laughs> and no, not be the person that they we... already know, but be that person where they gotta. Mm, who is this person? Who that masked yeah, man? Who that masked woman? Yeah. I once asked you though. I once asked, what would the government do if they found out that Bruce Wayne really was Batman? And I was told they want to experiment on him. Uh mm. oh. <laughs> now, see, she taking our discussion to another level, ain't she? She taking us <laughs> to the next level, no Queen Nikki. Okay. Uh oh. She's starting some trouble tonight, ain't she? 
Yes. Now we're going to talk about the government experimenting on us when they find out who we really are. Uh-oh. We're making waves tonight. We're going to have somebody knocking on our door in a minute with white shirts and black ties and shades. <laughs> yes. The men in black. It wasn't me. I'm just trying to run a business, sir. I just no, don't say it down. I'm just trying to. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, uh, yeah, she's a queen. Mm-hmm. She's she's the queen of England. You didn't. It's right? Joe. Joe's the queen of England. Mm-hmm. Are they looking for the no, queen of England? the queen of England. Right. <laughs> No, no, Nikki. Don't say it's Queen's apart. They'll say, no, you're the Queen of North America. <laughs> How about that? It's about time, right? We need to know who the Queen of North America is for crying out loud. Right? It's about time. <laughs> it's all good, I tell you. Well, listen, now I guess what we can do is start with the poetry since we are celebrating National Poetry Month. We got some callers in queue that are waiting. We still have Dr. Sharonda. We have um, our caller from Tennessee, uh, M. Doc, the poet. We got um, the panelists here in New York. So we're going to give everybody a chance to spit fire on the mic tonight before we wrap up the show. And this is what we'll do for this month. We're going to make sure that we have some time designated for just poetry recitation in honor of celebrating National Poetry Month. So we'll start it off. Queen Zipporah, would you like to start off this yeah, round? Because, yeah, because after mm-hmm. that, I have to, I'm going to have to um, sign off. <clears throat> Understood, right, so, and thanks so much. You're welcome. All right, so this poem that I have is titled Downtown. <clears throat> it is cities of its main hubs, like animal parents are to cubs forever busy regardless of time, being shoppers, diners, tourists, exercisers, and relaxation. Atmospheric environment takes one into a different setting and releases them feeling changed afterwards as though they took a shower or a bath. Couples, families, and singles come to mingle. Very attractive, this open space, bringing many a face on sidewalks and streets. The hub is a different place according to the visitors' and inhabitants' choice. You see, it is more than just a structure, yes, because crowds make it another home to roam. Stores, businesses, parking lots, vehicle, and pedestrian traffic. The end. Well, (laughs) that was a round of applause given on your behalf. Oh, I was wondering what that static was. Thank you. You are welcome. (laughs) It was (laughs) well-deserved. Oh, God. So we want you to know that that was exceptional. Scribble, whenever you hear the round of applause sound Mm -hmm. effects, ladies and gentlemen, know that the poet reached a standard which is known as exceptional scribble. <laughs> so we want you to know, Queen Zipporah, that was exceptional scribble. We never heard that poem spit 
on the mic of any other show before but this one and on tonight. So I want to let you know you received a perfect score for originality. You received a perfect score for the clear and concise way in which you wrote that poem and also the descriptive language used. And you used practical things that we could easily relate to. We approve your pen, and we want you to know that it was exceptional scribble. Thank you. Thank you. Queen Nikki. All right. Well, I'm going to uh, sign off, and I just want to say this before I go. The downtown poem, I had, you know, thought I had lost it. I'm searching, searching. I said, I know I have it, and I kept searching in my notebooks until I found them. I found it, rather. And oh, now okay. I you know you wrote it, yes, and where I, I, we wrote it in a poetry notebook. Wow. Well, thanks for sharing it, and it was truly exceptional. Scribble Queen Nikki, is there anything you would like to say in reply? Yes, I want to thank you, Queen Zipporah, for sharing your piece with us and the freshness of it. And you don't get to always share, so. It was beautiful. Sorry you have to go, but keep that pen mm-hmm. going. All right. Thank you, Queen Nikki. Exceptional. Mm-hmm. Yes, indeed. Thank you. Thank you. So, um, Queen Zipporah signing off for tonight. And for everyone that was Queen Zipporah, co-host of the Exceptional Scribble Show, please tune in on next Tuesday starting at 10 p.m. She will be the one facilitating. We're going to have a full hour from 10 till 11 where we discuss nothing but publishing. And, yes, we'll mix in poetry. And also from 11 to about 11.30, if we have a lot of poets calling in, we're going to give them the opportunity to honor in celebration of National Poetry Month. And they will recite their poems then. Thanks again, Queen Zipporah. You're welcome. And good night to everyone. You know, this is Queen Zipporah from Exceptional Scribble. I'm signing off. Until next time. Good night. Good night, Queen Zipporah. Okay, this is the order, ladies and gentlemen, in the call queue. This is the order in which we're going to do our poems. Um, We're going to have Dr. Sharonda Orridge. But first, Queen Nikki, would you like to wait until after Dr. Sharonda? No, I would actually like to go ahead and go because I am going to have to depart soon as well. Yes, and and I want to say Queen Nikki, she, of course, is the CEO of Business Solutions, ladies and gentlemen. So if you have any business needs, make certain that you look her up. She is on Facebook, and she will give a little more information and details for the ways in which you can contact her on social media. The mic is now in your hands, Queen Nikki. Okay, the title of this piece is Stand. If you don't stand for something, you will fall for anything. And I stand for what is right. I'm in the struggle for the fight against the wrongs that have gone on far too Mm. long. A voice. They refuse to go unused or for the cause of the abuse simply because I remained silent, only to cry silent tears through the fears that me or my people could never be free. 
when it is freedom that so many of our ancestors fought for, died for, made selfless sacrifices for, and themselves were sacrificed like the Christ. So sometimes I find myself at the altar of sacrifice because real soldiers are few in numbers. But we still outnumber our enemies by one because we have the God of Israel on our side. And when we trust him, with him we can ride, fight, and die. But even in death, we live on because we can kill the messenger, but the message of truth lives on. The truth is we are really very strong. We come from a strong land where the original man, and it was our strength that built America's land. Mm. We come from a strong people. We're the first people to build towers, pyramids, and temples, even if it was Babylon. That's why our enemies paid for us to get together and Babylon about knowledge, because they know that knowledge of self will destroy their really lynch stereotypes and create a true sense of wealth. A spiritual awakening in the land of the dead who only think they're living, who've been awakened, will live. When we live, we give. When we give, we share. When we share, we become one. And when we become one, we cannot be divided. And if we can't be divided, then we cannot be conquered. Black America, can't you see? We are still one up on our enemies because they're still trying to conquer us so as not admit self-defeat. Mm. Can you see? <clears throat> are you blind? Because we have been blindsided. You will fall for anything if you don't stand for something. And I stand for what is right. I'm in the struggle for the fight. I'm a voice. They refuse to go unheard or unused and wear the scars of the abuse simply because I chose to remain silent. And I dedicate that piece to the current freedom fighters. Yes, yes, exceptional scribble. The standard was met, well-written, well-delivered, and a passionate poem. Yes, the passion is strong in that piece. The passion for affirming one's self and their place in the circle of life, as well as their status and as well as knowing why it's important to know your worth and to not allow for others to violate you as for your rights. Well written, well delivered. And I want to, if if I may please interject. Yes. I am, I am a daughter of the God of Israel. Yes, ma'am. Yes, indeed. And that's what makes her a queen, ladies and gentlemen. She knows who she is. She she knows her worth, and she embraces her heritage. She's not ashamed to declare it. Well, 
Well spoken. Queen Nikki. Well, Queen Nikki, I'm going to say to you, it's always a pleasure sharing the panel with you, being on the platform with you. You are a devout messenger, not just a poet, not just a writer, a devout and divinely inspired messenger. So I want to encourage you to continue in the fight, in the struggle, in the fight for justice to prevail in earth. For truly, your your labor of love is not in vain. And you will reap for all of the good seeds you sown. Peace, my sister. My, my queen, my sister. Peace. Thank you. You're welcome. Wonderful, wonderful. I tell you, we are celebrating National Poetry Month tonight on a high note. Now I'm going to Dr. Sharonda Orridge. Welcome back, Dr. Sharonda. All right. How y'all doing? <laughs> We're doing fine. Thank you for hanging tough with us tonight. <laughs> yeah, I had to make up. I've been, I've been missing the last two weeks, so I had to make up. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> well, you have well, done you. just that. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> From the beginning to the end. And we've been on, I believe it's over three hours now. So we yeah. want to thank you. No yes, problem. we love you. Well, it's your moment now. You're in the spotlight. The mic is passed now to you. The mic is now in your hand. Grace the mic with the poem of your choice and yeah, celebration. Before I do that, mm-hmm. before I do that, I did want to say a couple things. One oh, of the things do. is that the um the the young brother who had filmed um Eric Gardner getting choked by um by the police. Yes. And he died and stuff. Now they they have him arrested. He's in jail. Um, they say for some trumped up charges. I know he mm-hmm. had a, a handgun and stuff, but they're trying to give mm-hmm. him like years. And we all know it's because he was filming that. Right. And also um, because he he had refused he refused to eat, and mm. um, they found out that it was rat poisoning in <gasps> in the, um, the food. Oh my uh, at the jail, yeah. Um, I think it's Rikers Island. Um, mm. Yeah, it's, yeah, and, um, uh-huh. yeah. And it was like, um, and it was it's about twelve brothers who've been saying that and stuff. So one mm-hmm. of the things that I have to say is like when we rally, one of the things that I realize is that when we rally about something, we have to study it first, and we have to make sure they don't water down what's going on. So yeah. I'll give you a, a, a example. When Trayvon Martin got shot and killed, it should have been about our baby getting killed. Mm-hmm. It turned into black. It turned into black hoodies. So yeah, the, it sure so, did. You're right. right. So so you know, then it started getting sensationalized and commercialized mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. they're they're diluting it when it has to do with our baby getting killed. And not the fact that he had on a black hoodie. That That's shouldn't right. have even been That's right. in the equation. Another mm-hmm. one is with the with the Come foreclosure with the foreclosure crisis that's going on. Now, everybody's sitting up there telling their sob story about how they was working, they stopped working, and all that. No, the 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 issue was the banks bending mm-hmm. us over 
and giving it to us because they came into our neighborhoods with these faulty loans and these high interest rates and yes. all this trickery, and the government bailed them out and didn't bail us out. But we didn't, mm. we didn't say anything about that. We're talking about how we need a chance to, to pay our mortgage. You know right. what I'm saying? So we have to study. We can't just That's jump on true. a bandwagon because we hear something. When something is going on, we have to. We can't go by because my daughter told me about what happened about with the young man. Mm-hmm. I read it for myself. So I don't just take something and just run with it. Right. I fact check it. And then I sit back. And I wait to get guided by the creator. If this is this my fight or mm-hmm. is this somebody else's fight? Okay, what is the real message in this? And so we are so quick to go march, and we're not knowing what we're marching for because they done diluted our causes and our situation. And we have to true. make sure that that do not happen. And we have to embrace our young people, but we also have to let our young people know that in this world, it's a lot of subliminal messages that's going around, and it's especially in our music because the drum beat and the heartbeat is at one. So mm-hmm. when you when it's in our music, it's going to get programmed into us because it's in our music, and that's in our DNA. That's how we able to go to the next situation. That's how they got they. They did the Underground Railroad music. You know what I'm saying? The That's right. All of that. That's right. So we have to be able talk. to just <laughs> look at what's going on and, and, and pick apart. You know what I'm saying? We can't just jump on everything. You know, we have to ask questions and stuff. Mm-hmm. I know I was always told, because I used to ask a lot of questions about the Bible, and they told me that I ain't supposed to ask questions about the Bible. I'm just supposed to oh, be you know Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. No, no, baby, I'm going to ask questions because, you know, if I am a creation of God, God do not want me to be ignorant. He wants me That's to ask true. questions. You yep, see what yep. I'm saying? So we have to we have to look at that and we have to be able to get into a quiet space because the reason why is so many things that's going on. The reason why we're, you know, we're lacking so many things is because they keep us on survival and struggle mode, so we won't be great. You know, I was mm-hmm. running around for three years fighting Wells Fargo about my mortgage, and just think, I could have took them three years and did something, you know, phenomenal, but I have to fight with y'all about something that's rightfully mine and how mm-hmm. y'all have cheated me out of it. And so mm-hmm. I did a three-year fight of marching and stuff like that. Just imagine the growth I could have been then. You know, everything happens for a reason, but I'm just saying right. a lot of the stuff that they put in our way stop us from being great. That mm-hmm. is the truth. Well said. Well <laughs> Very said. Well said. Yeah. It needed so to be was... heard. Yes, thank you. <laughs> so this piece is called You Can't Tell Me What I Know. Mm-hmm. You see, I come from a rock in a hard place. So I threw the rock, and I never stopped. I picked up my pride. It never dropped. I took something warm and made it hot to be or not to be. Be it, why not, you see? You can't tell me what I know. I know myself. That's why I write the stars spell out my name and lights. My beauty and honor is held so tight. When I walk down the street, I'm a beautiful sight. For sore eyes, and my eyes is on the prize. And the prize is liberation for my nation, you see. You can't tell me what I know. Mm. We hold these truths to be self-evident. Well, if we do, show me the evidence. 
Take me to the truth. I've been looking for it ever since they took my people and claimed we were free and said America was the place to be, the land of opportunity, hypocrisy. You see, you can't tell me what I know. I don't claim to know everything, but I know what I know. And I'm not from Missouri, but I show what I show. That's self-mastery and self-respect and self-accountability. I keep myself in check. You see, my people are watching me to make sure I'm who I claim to be. So you can't tell me what I know. How they beat me down physically and mentally. They taught with my emotions. They said that we were free. Don't have nothing to show but been here for centuries. There's no mystery. You rewritten my history, so please tell me something that I don't know. And that's that piece. Booyah! Whoa, 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 whoa. Like this, I want you to be my friend. Who am I speaking to, friend? Mama Aqua on Facebook. Okay, I'm not by a computer, but I will get get. Well, just my name is S H E R O N D A O R. Like he is in the chat room. Yep, yep. And okay, just, I'm going to yeah, I'm I'm yeah. go find and Nikki's page and find you. Because Nikki okay. know how I am when I, when I, when I, <laughs> Nikki know how I am. She'll know I worry you to death over a poem. <laughs> 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 so Nikki wrote this poem uh, about four or five years ago when a program that I had. And um, every time Nikki hear me coming up the driveway, here she, I'm honking the horn. Nikki, you going to do the poem? <laughs> you going to do the poem? <laughs> You know, the the, uh, the uh, Facebook driveway, you know. <laughs> yep, that's how we stayed in touch all these years. I get like that. I'm sorry. You you, you my friend. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you you talking some real truth, girl. We got Wells Fargo problems, too. And uh, mm-hmm. you know, try to keep my mother out of her house. And that house is so raggedy. Now, we just let it go. Now, let me see if you're going to come and get it. Mm-hmm. I right, moved out. Mm-hmm. Left, you with, left it there with the rest. Y'all go pay the taxes and the water bill. I ain't paying nothing on that. I put my son's name on. I said, "You want to fix it up and keep it?" I said, "We'll fight them later." Right. Mm-hmm. Well, mm-hmm. what I did is, um, what I did is because one of the things that they did is with the modification, they didn't tell us any guidelines about the modification. Mm-hmm. You know, so that mm-hmm. means that they can wiggle. They got a lot of wiggle room because they can just look at my stuff and say, "No, you don't meet the the um, right. qualifications." Right. Because at first, I didn't. They told me that. Because I was trying to get my loan modified, they told me that I didn't make enough money to lower my payments. So when I continued to pay my payments, no matter, I was in a um, a faulty loan and I still continued to pay. Right. And they still, okay, when I got a job, I I, I reapplied and they told me, oh, well, we don't see a hardship now. (laughs) So that's when I was able to shine that light and say, okay. If I just walk away from my property, then you have the right to foreclose on me. I'm still paying a bad loan, mm-hmm. um, mm-hmm. upside-down mortgage and everything, mm-hmm. and you still ain't helping me. A never-ending never bad loan. Yes. So now what's up? So that 
um, long story short, they wind up, because I, I went around speaking and everything, they wind up um, giving me $44,000 principal forgiveness, I, um, cut my mortgage by 40%, and um, I got 2.9 interest rates. Honey, you talked up on your something. Your closed mouth does not get fed in a, in a mm. squeaky wheel. We'll get the oil, okay? Exactly, exactly. <laughs> and see, in my community, uh, uh, we had the highest rate of foreclosures because they just built the light rail. And gentrification, gentrification. Yep, yep. They kind of get all of us out of the inner right. city. They mm-hmm. realized they didn't ran real far away. They got to use a lot of gas and yep. time and effort to get back and forth to their jobs. So mm-hmm. now they want to... They don't want to rethink it, you know, and uh, maybe we need to go take in over these old uh, uh, antique houses over here in the hood, you know, and fix them up and make the hood our home and put them out in the suburbs <laughs> with the, mm-hmm. the skunks. Mm-hmm. Put them out there with the skunks. They're tired of smelling skunks. <laughs> right. And that's exactly, yep, and that's exactly because, the, cause, and that's what I said. I said, I'm going to wait them out. They're not moving me out of my house. I'm going to leave when I want to leave. Okay. And they're going to pay me when I do leave. And, and it's not going to be. doggone ready. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. <laughs> oh, well, it's wonderful meeting you. I've heard you before, but I didn't know you had that kind of bump on you. I love it. So, <laughs> yes, he um, does. Yeah. So I'm going to read one, and then I'm going to um, uh, get out the way. Is anybody else on the line for you, Pam? Yes. Um, well, at this time, if you're ready, Mama O, the mm-hmm. mic is now passed to you, and the mic is in your hand. Feel free to spit. Okay, I'm going to read this one called Super Realism. Mm. All and right, I like that. And it's got a subtitle called Forgive Me. This may not be a poem. Mm. Mm. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> a new revolutionary mo- movement in the 21st century a movement which developed out of necessity, and it is characterized by the incongruous images that we see daily going on with the killings of other human beings. A battle of good over evil, unconscious elements of controversy destroying dreams of the original humans who were made from the breath of the Almighty. Mm. The synthetics used to compare by wealth, poverty, and ethnicity there be a juxtaposition of two world wars in which we humans attempted to portray, express, or interpret the inner workings of the subconscious mind and the energetic spirit entrusted to true beings of mankind. We found expression through two human elements, passion and compassion, not found in the abstract robotoids, nor their man-made androids who have no souls which to answer to. If we are to maintain dominance over this kingdom that has come on earth, we must, I can't see, we must show our human emotions. We must not allow our emotions to be numb because of everyday occurrences. We must bring to us a state of indifference and apathy. And when you see real humans standing relentlessly, the man-made versions cannot compare and will prove to be, and they will prove to be non-effective in replacing us with a kind of man, robotoids, synthetic persons. These soulless synthetics cannot live up to mass love, nor the self-determination emitted from our souls, 
nor the energy and the spirit from the abundance of us, of us, we, the true human beings, created in the image of the original creator. And Darren did not blink or feel remorse when he took a human life, and the others felt no Mm. kind of way, blank-faced while choking God's breath out of a human. But killing goes easier when men unarmed show no resistance to perpetrators Mm. while standing in the way of harm. Mm. Humans and angels are standing up in corridors and in halls, on the streets and the highways and the byways, lined up on brick walls, aware of these subtle changes made by demons playing God to create a new world order as they program clones and robotoids to kill us like weeds with Agent Orange, gas and guns. They have called in the militia, and soon we will be like their hybrid seeds. We'll be just one crop as we are driven by the tears of mothers and we remember the third right. And nah, huh, nah, we ain't having it. Awesome. That's the one I I don't think is a poem. <laughs> <laughs> okay. It, it's a poem. Is it? Okay. Word, Bob. it yes, it is. Yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. <laughs> okay. It's a very powerful poem, Mama O. But thank you. I didn't know if it was a poem or prose or what it was. I just I don't know what it is, but that's how I was feeling at the time. And she said a whole lot of stuff that uh that I had been through, and that's what made me pull this one out. Um doctor has said a whole lot of stuff that I had been through. Because we're going through the same thing. Here I am almost a century year old, and you mean to tell me three generations that house ain't paid for? Mm. You know? <laughs> and we can't even concentrate on nothing. I'm going to have to get with Nikki to see how we're going to have to, we gonna have to um, yes. come up with some plans. Business solutions. She's got the answer for sure. Mm. Yes, she will. She'll assist you in getting that strategy. Yeah. Yes, indeed. Mm-hmm. Yes, indeed. Yeah, yes, I'm gonna, indeed. I, like I said, I told my son and put their name on the thing because, um, you know, they they went and paid the water bill and the sewer bill and all that. So, mm-hmm. you know, I said, because Wells Fargo not going to pay it. They're no. going to sit there and let it fall down. And then I said, as soon as we go fix it up, then they're going to want to come and start saying some more stuff. So, you know, mm-hmm. I said, do what you want to do. Take a chance. I said, they had to put you out of there if you take your time and fix the house up and move on in it. Because you even have squatters' rights. People don't even know about squatters' rights. Mm. Mm-hmm. And when they have abandoned houses like that, you can squat. You put your money into it. I mean, he, they didn't say nothing when the house was falling down now. So right. y'all didn't go pay the taxes on it. Y'all didn't do nothing. It was just an eyesore to the city of Cleveland. So, mm. yeah, but I appreciate that. You know, that I want to hear more about that fight, too. Uh, you sure will. Okay. <laughs> All right, then, so All right. I'm, so, I'm going to let, let these tired old ladies go. <laughs> <laughs> wow, Mama. Mama oh. What'd you say? What'd you say? We got to get the fountain of youth then. Mama O says we tired and we old ladies. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, not you, uh, doctor. I was talking to the Nikki and Fred because they're young. I, would, they could, I could joke with them about it. I would, look, I don't call real old people old. <laughs> We old in spirit. No, in wit. We're old in wit. 
I don't allow them to call me old either. They know I like to have fun with them. But I, you know, at the same time, I, I can't lose my spirit. I'm not going to let nobody have me y'all old and don't know what's happening. That's I right. Know, that's right. They keep me yes. young and on top of everything. You know what I'm saying? Oh, thank you. Yeah. That's what we're striving to do, keep everybody alert and young. That's mm-hmm. what it's all about, forever oh. young. Okay, babies, I've played young long enough. I'm ready to go lay it down. <laughs> and um, I enjoyed the show. It was just off the hook. Nikki, stay in touch a little more often because I haven't even heard from you in a long time. I, even on the show, I haven't heard from you in a long time. And um, Yes, Mama O. Okay, and Dr. Men, you're going to have to do something together. On, okay. Uh, gonna do mm-hmm. together cause I, I really, look- really feel in your spirit. I and feel I'm, that. Yes, a collab. Mm-hmm. Yes, indeed. So I'm going to say good night. Good, Good night, night, Mama O, and thanks for every word that you shared with us. It, they were all pearls, pearls of great price. We love you. I should have put my teeth in, but this, that's okay. <laughs> <laughs> Was that Scott? <laughs> yeah, y'all off the chain, y'all. Silly. Lord have mercy. God, tell Mama O what you know only you can say to her as one of her sons that love her dearly. Uh, how you know he loves me dearly? He don't even know me. You don't be trying to put words in his mouth so he can tell me something. And he might end up seeing my witchy poo come out. Look here, I ain't worried about no witchy poo. I'm, I'm, I'm covered in the blood, girl. Oh, okay. We're not going to get serious now. We're not going to get serious. Go ahead and tell me something to make me mad before I hang up. No, I ain't trying to make you hang up. I'm trying to make you lay up and chill. Uh-oh. <laughs> now. Wait a minute. Did you, what did you just do, uh, Fran? Wait a minute. I, I'm Scott. Scott, I don't know. Scott, yes. Um, Mama, oh, she wanted to hear something lively and funny. You know how you do. Uh-huh. I got Mama O, Mama O over there trying to hold the, the salt. Up. He's saying it's over not there. too much salt. Yeah, something, something fun, something. That's what he okay. wanted to. That's what you want him to do for me. Yeah, something yeah. chipper yeah. on the chipper See, Mama O, I can't do it unless you let me. You ain't trying to let me. See, you on the defense already. You at you like oh. basketball player right no, now. No, it sounded like, like it sounded like a friend was sticking somebody on me. Oh, my God. See, I told you, you ready to block a shot. We ain't even trying to shoot. <laughs> Where is Mr. Boston? Where is Mansus Guy when we need him? Oh, yeah, my goodness. He would be able to mediate this situation. I try to hang up gracefully and listen online. So I won't be able to rebuttal, but I'll be able to still listen, okay? Okay. okay. Well, enjoy, Mama O. Okay. God will think up something. Right, and then I can't say nothing back to him. All I can do right. is I'll just write in the chat room. <laughs> in the chat room. Do you want me to stay on the line, or you want me just to put my response in the you, chat room? You, you, you can do whatever oh, you, you can, can whatever do. you oh, want to do. Okay, well, that's what I'm going to do, because he might start flirting with me or something. <laughs> <laughs> see, Scott, that's what, see? Bringing that see punch, you got to stop bringing with. that punch, Scott. That joy uh, I got this here. I got this here. So, so, so. Mama O, you know you started some trouble on this show. We ain't going to say nothing. We going to let that go. But I'm just <laughs> telling you, you know, this, this, uh, we're not trying to put you on the spot. But stop getting off defense because you're just trying to block the shot. 
Ain't nobody shooting. We just rooting. So stop all that Rudy, Rudy, and toot, toot, tooting. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Everybody oh loves you and we're doing what no. we do. So just chill. I ain't trying to fight with you. So all I'm saying is just enjoy and come back on the show and keep us employed. When I say that, because what you do brings people back because they love the way that you attack. We love what you do. We love how you did it. And now I'm gone, and I hope that you're with it. Good night. I'm down with it, brother. With Beautiful. it, with it, with it. This is the all-round queen. You know I got to be with that because that was some bars. All right. Check you later. Uh-huh. Yes. That, was, that awesome. was a good one for a night cat. Loved it. Yeah. Loved it. He's good. He is really yeah, good. He's, yeah, he is. And I'm glad, he didn't, say, I'm glad he didn't say uh, Putin when he was doing the rootin' tootin'. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, my. Uh, well, y'all had it going on. Good, clean, fun. That's what's it. up. Good, okay. clean, fun. Yeah. I'm going to bed happy yeah. now. I'm laughing. You know, I love to laugh. Thank you. That was an awful yeah. look, though, for real, Scott. <laughs> You're welcome, okay. darling. Y'all, good night, everybody. Well, good night, Mama. Good night, Mama. Good night, my Hugs darling. Hugs and kisses. Good night. Love you. Love you back. And I love you. All right, ladies, we'll finish these up out of here. All right, I'm King good. Scott, we thank you, and we'll be supporting you on your show tomorrow night. And don't you forget to it. post it um, on the Exceptional Scribble uh, fan page as well, the information, but we'll post as well. Okay, dear. Thank y'all so All right. much. Okay. Thank, Thank you. you. All Peace right. Good night. Good night. Peace and blessings. All right. We got two poets still in queue. We got Texas and we got Tennessee still with us, hanging in tonight as we celebrate National Poetry Month. We're going to go to T- Tennessee right now. Welcome back, M. Poet. Thank you, Queen. You're welcome, King. Enjoying the show. Oh, wonderful! <laughs> we're not we're not having too much fun out here for you, are we? Oh no, this is that's love. I'm, I'm <laughs> okay. <myself. laughs> that's good. That's good to know. That's good to know. Well, we want you to do a do something fresh. I know I said I want you to read the poem you read earlier. I do want you to do that, but not tonight. I want you to do that the uh-huh. next time you call in. But um uh-huh. do you have another piece that you can uh-huh. spit? Okay. Absolutely. I have a, a whole full book book worth. <laughs> well, you know what? I'm going to let you do two pieces and then we'll move on to the next poet and caller. How's that? That's, that's awesome. Excellent. Awesome. Uh, the mic is now in your hands. And thank you. All right. Thank you. Um, once upon somewhere, there was a poet. Just learning how to sign his name in between lines, wide rule notebooks laid out to determine what's known to be a self society. They rather term this as being legible, though, though it's the intangible that make us who we are that forms us into the person our forefathers long before predicted for us to be, see to me, poetry. It's more than just a hobby. It's more than just a sound of snapbacks between fingers. More than just writing words down that rhyme and broken and run on sentences and actually reading them in words I can always believe in them, see. They've never done me wrong. Never shown me harm. Always stuck by my side through thick 
and seeing as a child crying in my pillow whenever mama was at home, daddy was gone, I'm all alone, just me, myself, and my pen, see. I've been writing since before I was 10. Back then, never knew it was a gift, just something to do in my free time in order to prevent the voices from roaming in my head. A city boy drug self detaching him from the only heart that pumped the blood that flowed throughout his veins. Itching from the absence whenever somebody is to mention his name, Chicago. I've loved you all the same with scribbled on the outside edges of the first love poem I wrote. Shared my first kiss with a pair of lips stamped upon folded sheets of paper intended for someone else. Besides my children, this stage is all I have left. This pen removes the sins which are destructive to my health, see. It's more than just a hobby to me. These words would flow like liquid from lips made of gold form poems that are much more than what you've been told they'll be. See, there's evidence of a lost language. Imitated and described to have been forgotten for years, the critics they've been plotting to silence our voices. Framed us as being the enemy whenever our ideas don't mimic their choices. They mock us in public because we see names such as Sean Bell, Mega Everest, and Tupac Shakur as more than just a subject. They could have been me. Ferguson, Missouri, that could have been we. The United States of America is just truly all we can be, see. It's more than just a hobby to me. Poetry saved my life. Took me out the streets, gave me reason, and placed me on this stage in order to stand before you, show you that dreams do still come true, and hope one day even you will pick up a pen and say to the world, I'm more than what you think I am. Like I'm more than just a grown man who writes things down for a living. But if by chance you're looking for something catchy to call me, then hi. My name is M. Dot, the poet, and I once heard that stage one of taking over a society is to not make the society mad at the oppressor, but to make the society mad at themselves for being mad at the oppressor. Mm. And, yet I watch, and yet I watch them tell me who I am. I hear them tell me who and how I should be, things in which I should see, and because of the color of my skin, I've been brainwashed to believe the origin of where my history begins, a product of another man's sin. Purchased and brought to a land where I'm not a man but a black boy. Told any road that leads the truth is nothing more than a decoy. Those same roads they destroy, therefore they lead to nothing but destruction. Eliminating any funds that can result in reconstruction, auto-tune the voice of knowledge so those with knowledge share nothing for pointless fusses. And they wonder why we're so angry. Fail to understand the pain we sit since birth. Words no longer hurt, just a constant reminder of who we once were, where we've been, who we still are, and where we're headed to again, a product of another man's sin, only this time it's those closest kin. And they wonder why we're so angry. Painfully avoiding debate about facts and dates that don't equally add up. I'm sorry, but this cup isn't full enough for me to accept that things have changed. Can't even explain the origin of how I got my last name without easily telling a lie. This is why our heritage has been shunned out throughout history. There's a mystery within these pages, and I'm dedicated to know the truth. There's documents that haven't been let loose, and they wonder why we're so angry. But what do you expect? Without respect, there grows neglect. That's why over time they figured, heck, it's just another brother gone. Feel to think about the wife that's left home alone, the kids that don't know what's wrong, just they never made it back to touch them in. Now an entire family product of another man's sin, only this time is those we call our friends. And they wonder why we're so angry. Modern-day slavery now disguised as hope and fun. Think of royalty and now reflect on what Disney has done to the minds of you and I. Tell me Atlantis is just a myth, and I show you a lie that even put die and star hair just to establish that he was evil. We live in a country where brainwashing our youth is known to be perfectly legal, and, and to think about what they've done to our women. Our beautiful black homegrown women do I honestly even have to go into detail. They make retail for what's known to grow naturally. Make things that's not known to grow naturally. They actually think men prefer things which are fake. 
misguided about facts and dates that don't equally add up. I'm sorry, but this cup isn't full enough for me to accept that things have changed. I want them to fully explain the origin of their pain-free thoughts if can't join in and kill them, can't maintain and conceal them, can't buy that and fill them, take that money and reel them in like the animals once they force us to become. Twelve plus years of education just to be thought of as being dumb. And they wonder why we're so angry. They wonder why we're so angry. They wonder why we're mm-hmm. so angry. I'm not mm-hmm. angry. Yeah. I'm mad as hell. If mm. you can't tell by this look of disgust upon my face, this, this isn't hate. I just wonder why you're so angry. In peace. Mm. 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 Is profound. Thank you, and I approve the message. That is the message. That message needs to be heard in our community and it needs to be rehearsed in the ears of our youth on a daily basis. Yes, on a Thank daily you. basis. I'm, I'm, um, doing, I'm, I'm trying to do my best. I just released my, my, my third book. Um, poet speak as well as my my first mixtape that goes along with the book. Uh, and on a mixtape, I record the poems and throw in a couple of, of, of speeches and inserts from whatever from movies and whatever. And it's it's kind of like a cool documentary. Um, it's on SoundCloud. You can follow me on Facebook, M Doctor Poet, um, or it's anywhere. It's M Doctor Poet, M D O C B A C O E T. Um, I'm just I just uh, I'm just a guy who likes to write and has a message who just wants to wants to want to listen. Yes, M. Dot the poet. I uh, just posted your information on the events page for tonight's show. I noticed you had um, the link available, and also it's called Juicing the Movement. Can you give a little detailed information about that, please? Uh, well, I, I I have my it's that's that juice. It's my brand, uh, my company. Oh, okay. Uh, it's 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 a it's a marketing marketing brand to help promote all of Nashville's to fulfill one thirst of all of Nashville's support mm. art, music, and poetry. Uh, I like and that. With, with that, mm-hmm. I uh, I just want to to not not shine light on myself, but the entire family of poets. Mm-hmm. And to simply just juice the movement. Um, so if, if whenever you see, whenever you see see me as being marketing, I always put juice in the movement. Uh, whenever I post an inspire inspiring message or something that I want somebody to stop and listen to, I put poet speak. So there's there's an art between in all the the <laughs> everything that I put. But it's juice in the movement. It's, it's the brand that set juice. Um, I, it's like I said, I'm just a poet with an army of poets behind me of a movement that's really going on here in Nashville. Uh, I it's really out of my hands at this point. I never imagined for it to be as it is now. Um, but it's I'm blessed. I'm blessed. I'm, I'm, I'm it's this writing thing is is truly a gift that I was blessed with, and I'm trying to do my best to do something with it. Excellent. No. Excellent. 
you are doing your best to do something with it. Thank you. Thank you, Craig. It was a, a delight. This is Nikki Fredelsberg. It was a delight having you and, and hearing you and and that energy. Thank you. And yeah, congratulations you. on your business and on, and your marketing efforts and branding yourself and working with others to keep the brand and push a movement. I commend you for that. That's that's brave and that's great. Thank you. Thank you. It, it's, it's more than poetry has always been an outlet to me. It's, it's been my life form, and honestly, I just want to make a living doing it and being my own boss. <laughs> That's, that's in, at the base of it all. I just I just want to sit and write all day. And, and, and if somebody's willing to listen, then I'm honored to have their ear. Wonderful. Well, just note this. The Exceptional Scribble Show panelists, we are willing to listen. And I guarantee you that our listening audience are also willing to listen, too. Your poetry yeah. is superb, and it's what's necessary to be heard. It's what's needed. So we thank you for sharing the poetry you shared with us tonight. And we look forward to you coming back and doing the same on next Tuesday if you have the time to do so. And I will be in touch with you because I definitely want you to uh, come on the panel of the Exceptional Scribble Show as a spotlight feature artist. Mm -hmm. So you will be hearing from me this week. Yes, ma'am. I'll be honored to. Uh, also, I, I do have a YouTube page. If anyone's interested and just want to go watch my videos, okay. youtube.com slash mdrpoet. Uh, on there, I have all my poems on there. It's a lot of a poems, a lot of poems. mixtape. So I That's good. You all be, be honored to share. And MDOT, are you connected with the, um, exception, the Exceptional Scribble Show fan page on Facebook? Um. I believe I am. Uh, I know you went when you sent the uh, when you sent the link before oh, the first okay. time. Uh, I think I, I think I went ahead and liked it, but I think I am. Well, I did not. I would definitely be going to do that now. Please do so because then um, use it to keep us updated on your calendar of events. Please do that, yes. and we'll yes, definitely ma'am. from there we'll see it, and then we will get it distributed to throughout social media on other pages as well, okay? Because we definitely want you to get the granted exposure that you should get. And we know, of course, because of the time it is now, um, some people that were listening earlier couldn't uh, continue to uh, listen in and stay tuned into tonight's program, but they'll hear the archive. So at this time, can you share your contact information in full uh, so that everyone knows how they can connect with you? Absolutely. After the show. Uh, Facebook.com/slash/m.dot/support. M-D-O-T-D-A-P-O-E-T. Uh, Instagram at Juicinit six one five or at m.dot/support two. Uh, m.dot/support site s i t e dot wordpress dot com. Um, YouTube.com/slash/m.dot/support or shoot me an email at that at juice twenty seven at gmail dot com. Wonderful, wonderful, outstanding, excellent. Thank you again, and continue to scribe on for justice because that's what comes through so very potent through your poems. I can tell you are a freedom fighter and an advocate for justice. Uh, Continue in this struggle because we're going to win. We're winning 
It may look like, it may seem like, it may feel like we're not, but in all actuality, we are, and that's why they're pulling all the stops they can to try to prevent our stride. But we ain't letting nothing they do break our stride. Every time they come up with something new, we're going to come up with something better. I mean, they, 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 there's no way they can stop me. Like I said in my poem, I, I, I am a king, and I am a demigod, and I have three beautiful kids that's going to live on in this legacy, in this world, that I have to do something for them. Uh, that's right. So it's, I have, no, I have no, no choice but to keep doing what I love to do. Excellent, excellent. And you know what's beautiful? I love how you stated your children, you know their worth. And because you know their worth, you are not willing to settle for less. You know that they must see you do what you are doing in order for them to do what they need to do in the future. So we thank you for investing in the future, knowing the worth of our youth, our children, and we commend you on that. And we just want you to know that we got your back. And if ever you need our support, feel free. You can inbox message me. Let me know what we can do to help you further promote your causes. Absolutely. Thank you. Thank you. You're welcome. Have a great night. You too. Good night, Amdot. Peace and blessings. Yes, ma'am. I have to go ahead and depart there. Okay. Well, listen, we want you to know we appreciate you hanging out with us this long because we know that you get up early with your business solutions. <laughs> itinerary, yeah. And we appreciate the sacrifice, sister and queen, and we wish you the best of success this spring season well, with business you. solutions. Before I go, I want to say to you, Francine, is that you yes. are truly doing an exceptional job and it has not gone unnoticed at all. Thank you. Um, I really and truly appreciate every encouraging thing that you do for myself, for the show, and for other people. You're constantly, constantly, constantly sharing good information, lifting people's hearts. I mean, you're just very, very thoughtful. And then on top of that, you have taken the head over the media. You grabbed a hold of it, you learned, and you picked up fast, and I could not be more excited to see you do the changes and add <laughs> the information and keep up. I'll be I, like, look at her go. Look at her go. <laughs> Thank you. So, yes, yes, I, I, I just really want to take the time to commend you for all that you're doing. You truly embody what it means to have the presence of a queen of grace and fortitude and for the people. Oh, thanks so much. Those words mean so very much to me, Queen Nikki. I mean that from the bottom of my soul and heart. Thank you. And thank you for everything that you've done. You have been the one who helped me in terms of social media because I didn't realize all of what social media could do for us with this uh, project. And social media has truly put us on the map where we needed to be. So I want to thank you for 
restructuring that and showing me the significance of that, schooling me, educating me on the importance of that. So now I, in turn, I'm sharing the same information with others and letting them know, oh, you've got to tap into the social media networks. <laughs> you've got to promote <laughs> what you're doing on social media. So I'm like, oh, wow, now I know, and I'm telling others that don't know. So, you know, you started something big, sis, and I just want you to know I appreciate you and everything that you bring to the table, to the Exceptional Scribble Show and family. And just know that um, we're definitely privileged to have you on our team and whatever we can do to help further promote your business. We're going to do it. And, you know, the No Note Show got our back 100%. Just let us know, and we'll definitely take it where it needs to go. All right. Well, thank you so much, everyone that is tuned in tonight. It's been wonderful. Please join us again next week. Also, um, this was definitely our 52nd week yes. of the show. So this does mark a year. We didn't make a big announcement, but this does mark a year. And mm-hmm. correct? This does mark a That's year? That's right. You are correct. Um, everyone, thank you so much. The show would not be what it is without listeners, without an audience that cares about literacy and what's going on with our community and that cares about the art and the craft. So mm-hmm. do what you do. Be motivated. Be inspired. Enjoy the rest of the show. And good night until next week. Yes, yes. Thanks so much, Queen Nikki. Thank you. Have a pleasant night and a peaceful rest. Peace and many blessings to you, sister. Thanks. We have another caller on the line. We have Texas. I want to go to Texas, and then I'm going to close out with a poem, and then we're going to be finished for the evening. Uh, welcome. Hello. Are we still on? Yes. Yes, we are. Please introduce yourself by stating your name and also the genre of art that you are a craftsman of. Good evening, Francine. This is your sleepy friend, Ken, calling in. <laughs> oh, my. So patiently <laughs> to finally recite a poem. I see you guys are having way too much fun this evening. Yes, too much fun, Ken, and thank you so much. You know you had me, you you were pulling my leg there for a second because you had a different voice that you were using. And I could not detect that it was you at first. But when you admitted that you were my sleepy friend, Ken, (laughs) I said, that's Ken the poet. Ken the poet. All right. Welcome, welcome. I know I didn't get a chance to say anything since Nikita went off the air. And I want to say hello to her. It's always a pleasure to hear her voice. Yes, it is. That childlike, excitable voice. So I don't want to take too much time because I know I'm, I'm about to nod off here and go on clown now, but I got to read this piece tonight. And the yes, reason indeed. why is that, the reason why I say that is because of this past Sunday. We had an excellent Easter program yes. at church, and this piece it ties into it, so I'm going to go ahead and read it to you. Then I'm going to call it a night. So I want to say my good night to everybody that listened to the show. It was an excellent show. And peace and blessings to you, Francine, as always. Thanks so much. Always, it's always a pleasure Appreciate to come it. on the show and share my work. So here we go. And it's called Special Dreams. 
I'm a kid, a kid with big dreams, dreams that are bigger than what the eyes can see. My dreams is taller than any mountain that you ever see, deeper than any ocean that you ever swam in. It can stream all across the galaxy. But I was hit with a crippled disorder, left my body in shambles. I was labeled. Didn't know what to think, nor say. I thought to myself, is God punishing me? Is he punishing my mama? Mm. Why? Walking around like a stranger in a new world, people staring, laughing at me, being mocked at, drawn away from. It's like my dreams was crushed and died, never to come alive and well. But the one thing I was taught as a child is faith. If you have a faith that's like the size of a mustard seed, you still could dream that what you believe will come true. I'm a kid, a kid with special needs. Don't let what you see keep you away from me. Mm. I'm still a normal child. I see things differently, but still mm. can do amazing things. The world may not understand me, and that's okay. Because I can do all things through Christ that strengthens me. Remember, I am a child of God. Despite of my disabilities, I refuse to let it keep me from dreaming of something better. To achieve things that doubters say they can't be done. To go beyond what the world thinks of me. I'm a kid. A kid with special dreams a special need for a special dreamer because I believe. I'm a believer by faith because my faith cannot be destroyed. My disabilities will not keep me from enjoying the goodness of life. To reap in the harvest that's promised to me because of the magnitude of love that's given because of your unconditional love for me, my dreams will never cease in peace. Awesome, Ken. Thank you. Did you hear that round of applause? Yes, I did. When you hear that, that means that you met the standard on this program, which is entitled Exceptional Scribble. When you reached that mark, your poem was well-written and well-delivered and well-understood. Thank you so much. Thank you. That was to be honest. And I'm gonna be honest. And I'm gonna be honest. I actually, I got a little emotional about this piece. Yes, I could I, feel it. I could sense it as you were right? reading. Yes. It's like when I look at myself as being labeled. I was labeled as a kid as being mentally retarded. I was called that throughout my childhood, and that was the one thing I did not like to hear. They wanted, they wanted to hear it because I initially believed that I was that. Mm-hmm. But when you have a strong, strong church balance, people, you have people who behind you and see something that's far greater than what others may label you by, it makes yeah. you see things totally different. And when I seen these kids this past Sunday 
on that stage that the world is watching, it opened up a door. Something that's totally different than we thought that, you know, that we didn't know, but now we're knowing. And I had to give my pastor his props because, I mean, God put him at another level that we, we as body of Christ never thought that we would get to. Mm-hmm. And I've actually shared the video with a few friends, and they applauded. It was, it was just exceptional. It was just amazing. I mean, I don't even I don't know how else to describe it. it it's, it's just something that you have to see. Because I actually I posted a little bit of it on my page last night, and to really just see the whole thing. It's just a, it's just an amazing thing, and I just I just give God all the glory for for this this here to happen. That's why I did this piece because this was one I couldn't I couldn't sleep until I got this one out. And I mean I don't know what else to say right now, friends. I, I really well, I'm, I'm I mean so, you so, said a mouthful. You spoke in volumes into our community of persons whom have challenges, whether they be mentally challenged or physically uh, challenged, um, emotional uh, support needs uh, children and, and adults too. We want them to know, all who have special needs, we want them to know that we acknowledge you, we approve you, we accept you, and we love you, and we care that you are being well-respected. It matters to us. And we'll use our pen as writers. We'll use our voice as poets to declare your relevance and how significant you are in this world because you are significant, you are special, and you should be treated as such. You are important to us. And we know that you bring to the table a special uniqueness, and we want to acknowledge you for your special uniqueness. We want you to know that, no, you're not uh, just different. You're special. You're important. You're relevant. You're significant. And you see the world through a different lens than we do. And there are things that you detect and feel and see and know that we don't. You have a sensitivity to the universe and the physical environment you're in even more so than we. And most of the times you are a conserver. You conserve the natural resources and substances a lot better than some others do. So we want you to know you are very relevant. You are significant. You are precious. You are special in a unique way. And we honor you for that on the panel of this show tonight. And thanks so much for doing that with that poem, Ken. Thank you so much. Appreciate it. It was done well. Well done. Well done. I have to get another round of applause for that.
I'm bound to that one. <laughs> yes, yes. Take your bow. Take your bow. Um, that's what we need to do as well. When we're in the spotlight, when it's our moment, we are to seize the opportunity and receive all of the accolades. Receive the just due honor that's rendered. Receive the praise because it's only given so that you can be compelled to do even better the next time and to continue doing what you love because it it has made its mark. It has made an impact on the lives of others. So continue to do what you love with your pen. Continue to spread love and good cheer with your pen. Continue to spread the truth with your pen. Even when others reject you, never stop. Scribe on. Never say die. Right. That's it. Well, I'm going to, at this time, share with our listening audience a poem. It's entitled Tree of Life. And this is an original poem written by Fran the Sage Poet. Um, and I'm going to spit it at this time. I hope that everyone that hears it does enjoy it. Tree of Life. Mother, may I extend and lend the tokens of antiquity you have given to me? May I be the limb that giveth the stranger of its fruit to eat? Mother, may I help the enemy that is needy, although he doth attempt to strangulate me? Mother, may I give my all to defend a nation's honor that has never even granted me equity? Mother, may I fight for freedom? Mother, may I fight for justice? Child, I have heard thy petitions, and they each give me cause for careful consideration. I cannot perceive the reason for your request other than you need to heal and forgive to make a personal progress. Child, you have a lot to learn. You have a life to earn and a reward to obtain. Hear my wise sayings and be reproved of your vain praying. You need not expect the enemy to change his ways. He is hell-bent to hurt you until the end of the age. Make a fist and do make progress. Fight hard and stand firm on what you've learned. Let not your heart be troubled. Make his wiles devised against you your stepping stones to the next level. Strive to do just deeds. Let heaven be your lead. And the rest will go as planned if you follow my every command. Mother, I have heard thee, and I know your words are wise. 
I need assurance that I can make it to the finish line. There's so much temptation in this world of sin I am in. Keep my mind focused on what is truth. Let me not grow weary in well-doing. Child, heed to me and let the spirit of light within give you the motivation to resist the temptation. Child, heed to my principles and you won't suffer too long. The night will end and the storms of life shall cease. You'll have the good courage you need to carry on. Mother, thanks for hearing my pleas and my concerns, which were but a few. Now that I have been privileged to receive wise counsel from thee, my good mother, tell me, what can I do to service you? Child, stay. In the light. That is my only request. And in so doing, you will only receive the best. Be blessed. In the peace. Thank you, Ken. That was a poem. I I wrote that poem, I'd say, about a week or two ago, and it's entitled Tree of Life. And it just really came to me. It was just the words just came, and I also wrote a response to that piece. That's quite, it's like a sequel, pretty much, and it's entitled Iron Fist, and I had the privilege of sharing that on uh, Kane Spade's uh, DSR anniversary internet radio show on the other night on Monday. So um, I just had to share Tree of Life on this show tonight. That was my first time sharing it on any show. So I hope that it was truly a blessing to everyone that did listen and did hear it. Well, we're coming to the end of tonight's show. Before I close, I just want to share what's happening for next week. Uh, We do like to give a sneak peek every week at the end of the program, just giving brief details about what next week's show is going to consist of. On next week, next week's show, we're moving from strictly words to music. So we're, we're moving from just strictly talking about writing to talking about sound music. Uh, We will have, as our feature artist in the spotlight, Joseph Yosako. Joseph Yosako is a member of Team JAG and a member of uh, Team JAG Philadelphia. Also, he is a quote-unquote hip-hop artist, and he is a rapper. And our topic for next week is rap music. But he's not just a rapper. He's also a mixer. Okay? Our focus word is mixing beats. So he's going to talk to us about the art of rap 
music, and mixing beats. So, yes, what is rap? I've heard people define rap as rhythm and prose. Well, on next week, we are going to go in deep and find out if that is the fact, the fact about what is rap. Is rap rhythm and prose? We're going to find out. Tune in on next week. Yes, yes, yes. April the 14th. This is the second Tuesday of the month. April the 14th. Tune in. And also I want to remind everyone that on this upcoming Saturday, which is April the 11th, for those of you who reside in the city of Philadelphia or its neighboring counties, and also for those who can travel, maybe you reside in New Jersey, which is our our friendly neighbor. For those that reside in Philadelphia, you're just across the bridge from us. For those of you in Delaware, for those of you in New York, New York, yes, we're, we are yet neighbors. For those in New York, come to Philadelphia and support the America KKKI Black Film Screening Premiere. You don't want to miss it. It is a free event. Not only will we be viewing the premiere, but we will also have, there will be a discussion to follow the film, and I think that is so needed. So for everyone who can make it out, here is the information that you need to know. The event will take place on April the 11th. I am referring to the premiere of the America KKK, I Black, a film which was inspired by the Black Lives Matter movement. On April the 11th, it will take place at the Rotunda Theater in University City. I repeat, the location of the event is the Rotunda Theater in University City. And the address is 4014 Walnut Street, 4014 Walnut Street. The time is from 6 p.m. till 9 p.m., from 6 p.m. to 9 p.m. Let us support Asa Khalif and... Racial Unity USA, along with the film production team of America Black, as they celebrate the premiere screening event. And for those of you who are on Facebook, all you have to do is do a search, look up America, which is spelled A-M-E-R-I-K-K-K-A, Black, America Black, film, event. And you will be directed to the events page. There you will see all the information listed that you need to know. And you can RSVP and confirm that you will be going. Okay, ladies and gentlemen, lots of good information is on that page where you can find a little more in detail about the film and how you can see the film after the screening as well. Okay, ladies and gentlemen, how you can see it in the comforts of your home, how to purchase it, 
and how to see it at a neighboring theater near you. Okay, so let us support the cause. It's all about heightening the awareness of the community. We need people better educated about what's really going on in America, what's happening in the various cities where we're seeing there's a lot of killing. There are a lot of unarmed black males being gunned down as though they were animals. Why is this happening? What rights are violated when this does occur? What are your rights in the event that you should have an altercation as a young black African-American male who is unarmed? What should you not say? What should you not do? What should you know firsthand? All of that information will be disclosed. There will be um, law enforcement personnel there, as well as lawyers there, as well as educators there, as well as um, community organizers there. Um, Yes, activists, social activists will be there. Human rights activists will be there. Poets will be there. People of integrity will be there sharing knowledge, disclosing facts, the specifics, what you need to know to stay alive. In this environment that we're in, this is a very racially tensed environment in America, and we want our youth to live. We don't want to attend another funeral of a young black male prematurely. We're saying live to our young black men. Live. It's your world. You are the kings, the true original kings, the true original man. Do not die before your time. And we're saying we're going to make sure, we're going to ensure that you have the information, the knowledge that you need to know how to survive in this world that is anti your survival. Yes, I'm bold. I will say it. It's anti the survival of the black man, the climate. Yes, the climate that has been created here in America. Yes, it is. And it's time out for us to sugarcoat what's real. We need to tell the story, tell the truth so that our young men can know how to build a defense how to fight the powers that be, how to unite and organize. Because until we unite, we cannot organize successfully, nor can we mobilize successfully. And it's time for us to do all three. Unite, organize, and mobilize. Why? Because it is a global epidemic. The black male, the black man is being targeted and slain and gunned down in our streets, in America, and he's unarmed. That's enough right there to know there's a conspiracy in full effect. And, yes, I hope that people are upset and angry about 
every word that I have spit. Those of you who are not pro-life, you are against black lives that do matter. And I say this to you. Note this. You may attempt to silence our voices, but you will never stop us from being alive. Why? Because we are the original. We are the first. And it's time as a people, people of color, that we unite and stop letting the very systems within society divide us because we're still one nation. We have one mother. We're still one people. Regardless of what island we were born on, we came out of the womb of one mother. And she's not pleased with us segregating amongst ourselves. It's time for us to unite people. We need to unite and be one people. And let the majority know. Let them know. Let the ones in rule know. We are not going to play your game any longer. We are not going to be segregated amongst ourselves anymore. We're not going to let you do that to us. We are one people. Regardless of what island we were born on, we have one mother, the same mother. We came out of her womb. No matter the island, no matter the province and the port. Where most most of us, if we do the research well, will discover our people were brought there. That wasn't the original home. They were dropped off there. So we need to know our roots, women, men, boys and girls. We need to study and learn. And, yes, reading is essential. Read. It's there. It's in books. It's been bound. It's available. Tap in. If you don't read the paperback and you're into technology, more tech savvy, then yes, get the Kindle edition. Read the books. They're available. We've been lied to, hoodwinked, bamboozled, disenfranchised in America, and it's now time for us to wake up out of that slumber. Realize the day and the time we're in. Acknowledge who we really are. And come together as a people and unite. Yes, Harambe, pull together and unite. We've been divided far too long. And when a house is divided, it can't stand. It's time for us to stand. So we've got to unite to do that. So on that note, ladies and gentlemen, we're going to go out. We're going to close out tonight's show. It's been real special thanks again to our feature artist in the spotlight, brother, community leader. He wears so many hats, Asa Khalif. He is the truth when it comes to being an advocate for justice, for justice for all, and he's not ever, ever 
refusing to fight. He's one that I've seen it up close. I've seen it firsthand. Yes, he's been thrown into the jail cell because he's not going to back down. He's not going to be silent. He's not going to shut up. Righteous indignation is what dwells within his soul. So we're sending positive energy his way and to the direction of racial unity USA because we've got to unite for sake of humanity not becoming extinct because, yes, artificial intelligence that was devised not to accommodate us but to replace us, ladies and gentlemen. And if you don't know it, it's time for you to recognize Be aware there is a light, a sinister plot at work underway. And there are those in power that do not want to see humanity increased. They want the numbers to go down. They have a depopulation agenda at work. And if you don't know what that's about, I I urge everyone to do the research, do your own homework. It's called the depopulation agenda. It's real. So there's a lot that's happening and taking place in our world. And, yes, that's why the contamination of the water, the air, and the food supply, ladies and gentlemen. So we need to become wise to this. Know what's going on. Marvin Gaye put it in the song. Mercy, mercy me, what's happening in the waters, the marine life. Once your ecosystem becomes sick, the planet and the land will become poisoned. The people will begin to die because the livestock and the animals will die. Marvin Gaye put it in music because he knew if I put it in music, if I put it to music, people will hear it. My people will hear it and wake up and become conscious people and not be ignorant and die sleep. So, ladies and gentlemen, let us wake up, rise up, raise up our awareness. Know what's happening. Know what's really going on in society and not walk around with our eyes wide shut, being and ignorance. Ignorance is not bliss. And what you don't know can hurt you. Don't believe that lie that what you don't know won't hurt you. Yes, it will. And that's why we're saying on this platform, it's time for you to know. Time for you to get educated. Stop making excuses. Read more. And for those of you who are aware of ham radio, shortwave radio, I'm going to urge you to start tuning into it because there's a lot of information that uh, the different radio folks, persons on ham radio and shortwave radio, what those networks are, they are very consciousness driven in the messages and the news that they report. I encourage you to tune in. Tune in. And for those of you who aren't familiar with the Bite Show, T-H-E, B as in boy, Y as in yellow, T as in turtle, E as in egg, 
thebiteshow.com. Go online. Visit that page. Visit that website, please. It's a very informative site, and you will learn many things that you need to know as for what's happening, what the government is doing that's not pro-life or proactive for for us as as a community of people, as well as what we need to know, what things we should be doing to prepare us for what's next as for the changes to come in our world today. So, ladies and gentlemen, with that said, I just have to say to you, we're going to go for tonight. I enjoyed tonight's show. I enjoyed all of what everyone did share as for values input tonight, and I'm encouraging everyone to stay awake, stay conscious. And remember this, L-O-V-E. It is the power. It is the higher power. And it is the true light and truth. If you have that within for yourself and for your community, you can be an effective community leader and pro-life advocate. Love is the way, ladies and gentlemen.
love, ladies and gentlemen. Choose love. Good night to all. Peace and blessings. Till next week, remember, scribe on for justice. Writers, scribe on. <laughs>